welcome back this week to Gamers vs. the System. As you guys know, I am Spec. This is episode 11 coming at you with some special guests of mine. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Who wants to go first? Hi. God damn it, Sam. We talked about this. Oh, sorry, guys. We I'm talked a little, about this. I'm a little overzealous here. But anyway, hi. hi I'm Monty. I'm Brandon. And I've known these two jokers for Jesus Christ. How long have you guys known each other now? For probably close to 10, 10 years? Over 10 years. 2011. 2011? Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. That, can't, guys... be, that can't be right because GTA 5 came out in 2013, right? Yeah, it's, it's 2013, buddy. Well, I've known you since 2011 then. Yeah, idiot. All right, so you guys know Cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> I met you guys when we were playing GTA with SETI, and we were all in the same crew, and we did the fucking car shows where you guys showed up in your fucking uh, McDonald's cars or whatever the fuck you did. Uh, they were yeah. cars. One of them was McDonald's, and the other one was just extremely out of this world. Yeah, your fucking hoopties. It was a, it was a fucking fun time back then. And when, it, when everything was innocent and not so corrupted by corporate and shit like that. So, you know, good yeah. times. Fun fact, we knew SETI before we knew you, Spec. I know. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Because, yeah, you guys were, you joined up first and I was the last, one of the last folks to join in, I guess. No, you were, I think you were already in there and Spec, uh, SETI had wanted us, and should, I wanted us to meet you. And so he's like, hey, this is Spec. And we're like, hello. And then the first things that went out of your mouth is, what was it? Let's dust some furniture. Oh, oh yeah. No, was, no it yeah. wasn't that. It was slapping assholes. Yeah, I, I, would, assholes. I would. I was known to say some outlandish shit back then, and also be drunk nine times out of ten. We were playing, so. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I miss alcohol. Expect that was good times. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa spec falling asleep with the controller. <laughs> well, he still does that. Well, yeah. Now that's that because of old age, but before it was because I was. Uh, poisoning myself to the point where I would pass out. Yeah, you would just black out. Yeah. We'd be yeah. afraid you're going to throw up in your sleep and die. <laughs> you know, those were good times. Uh, I don't regret any of them. So, fuck it. But anyhow, I mean, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks Thanks. for having us. Big fan. Hold yeah, long time listeners. First long time, time. Uh, first time caller. Uh, do you guys got anything to pre- uh, to like uh, endorse while we're here type deal? Because I know like I've been having on my brother Mike. We talk about his fight, and then um, let's go. Goose is gonna be on. He's gonna I'm gonna get him probably Friday because he's got a, he's got a fight coming up, jujitsu match that he wants to uh, or a tournament that, that's gonna be raising money for wounded vets that I want to have him on for. So, mm, I mean, I don't have anything to endorse unless any of your listeners have semi trucks, and if so, and if you're ever in Texas, hit me up, boys. There you go. Monty will steal it. I mean, fix it. Yeah. It, it, it'll it come back brand new. Let's 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 go with that. He just likes semi-truck drivers. He does nothing professionally for it. So Hashtag hit him up. Yeah, he likes the, the pop belly boys. Oh, well, you know, they, le- they need love, too. Yeah, you're one to talk, Brandon. Hey. So you uh, so when you guys met in 2011, what were you guys doing? Well, what game were you guys playing? Uh, it was a game or was it just um like in real life how how that relationship come about do you uh, want to tell this one yeah i mean we met in coach pinto's class algebra one 
Uh, we both just moved to the new school, which I won't say, I guess. And then I showed him Phantom of the Opera from College <laughs> Humor, and then we just became friends after that. Yeah. Ever since and... then, oh, my MFing hammy. <laughs> Coach. Coach, <help. laughs> And that's all we would tell Coach Pinto. Coach? Yeah. Coach, Kelona's bothering me, Coach. Yeah, we bully kids for no reason. It was, a, I mean, it was a highlight of our lives, really. Yeah, the first year of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then I fit right in because we, what I, uh, we did polka awesome. We did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we did. That was some shit. We would be polka awesome, and then I turned it to King Grums, just all together. Yeah, the the rage compilations and then um, <laughs> oh, very. and then what was it? Whitest kids you know. We did that for a while. With oh the yeah, skits. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around, say it again. Turn around, say it again. Calm down, just calm <laughs> down. Listen to the woman, John. <laughs> oh, good rest day. in peace. One of, big I was gonna say one of those guys died. Yeah, like rest, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, it was actually yeah, a sad man. moment. Brandon sent me that, and I was I was like, fuck, man. Was it the yeah. tall one with the long hair? Was he the one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Trevor I, loved, I loved him the most. Yeah, they took him out, bro. He knew too much. Right. It, it was like Harambe. It's funny because he did have like a. It was where he did have like one skit that I don't know if it was like widely as popular as the other stuff, but he had one skit like talking about how the world actually works, and so maybe that was then that got him taken out. <laughs> well, he also did one where he said was talking about how to assassinate the president, but it was a joke. Oh, so oh, Secret wow. Service took him out before he got the yeah. test. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years later, they didn't forget. They're like, we're going to get this guy. Right. There you go. Jesus. That's some dark shit. Hopefully that's not the case. But uh, anywho, uh, as you guys know, well, I mean, at least Monty knows. He's an actual listener. We'll, uh, <laughs> we're going to start off with our first roll from the D20, which is hopefully that you guys could write in and talk about some other bullshit and give me some suggestions. Let me actually bring that up. Oh, make sure you guys have your phone. We're actually recording on a new format because Monty's a broke bitch and can't get a laptop. Hashtag Honestly, buy me a laptop. We're going to start a GoFundMe for him because he's so poor and stupid. So you, you guys, guys started a GoFundMe for me, remember that shit? Yeah, except yeah. I'm not going to be butthurt about it, Spec. I was butthurt about it. Yeah, you yeah, were you super did. upset. Yeah. You didn't talk to us for like a week. Yeah, because I was like, don't, I don't want that. Anywho, so we're going to start you off with the roll. I got the list up. Let's fucking go. To buy a shark card. Right? No, he needed it for PlayStation Live because he was poor. Yeah, no, that's why I was joking. I'm the one who buys shark cards. We, yeah, Monty's the one suck. with a crippling shark card addiction. You suck. So we got 17 on the die, which is the greatest rivalry. The greatest rivalry. Okay, so I don't know what that means. There's no, like, parentheses, anything with that. So we're just going to go off with what do you guys think the greatest rivalry in, like, sports, games, anything that you guys could think of? Well, or maybe I, amongst yourselves. Maybe you have, like, a rival that you could, besides each other? <laughs> oh, well, then never mind. But if I can take off of just sports in general, not just video games, Texas versus Oklahoma, baby, and that's happening this Saturday. Oh, my God. You know I had to go there. It's happening on Saturday. Yeah, okay. Nobody cares about those teams. They're dog shit. Let's move on. Is this college I mean, football? Yes. yes. College football. Okay. Well, no, that that's still a fucking rivalry. And I'm not a sports guy, so that's fine. But still, like, if you know, you guys were the sports folks. When you guys would talk, I would kind of just, like, blank out and think about, you know, Knights and Cowboys. Shit. I mean, I think the greatest rivalry is, like, what? Cops and black people? 
Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, we're going to go with that in the pocket. Or, uh... I all right. You, well, I I, by all means, dark. keep going with that one. Pull the thread. By all means, keep going. You want to you want to get you want to start it? Let's fucking keep pulling. I mean, keep I think going. NWA really solidified their first dub. But since then it's been I mean, they've really won. Like nobody likes cops anymore. We love black people. It's kind of one-sided now. But in the fucking 50s and 60s, the cops were dominant. But they came back and they're winning hard, bro. Okay, so next question. Do you think the cops have a chance to rebound here? No, it's <laughs> over, bro. It's a blowout loss. <laughs> Nobody likes them. They're Not like the Cowboys now. They, their fucking managers got to go, but they won't fucking yeah. do it. They just remember the the good old times of the 70s where they could just harass people for no reason. But that's what I'm saying. You know, sometimes sometimes teams, they got to take it back to the old school days and like the I formation. Maybe that's what the yeah. cops got to do, man. Got to go they back gotta to hire, They got to hire Nick Saban, bro. That's the only way they're going to get out of this. But they can't afford Nick Saban. That's the problem. And he I have no idea who these guys are, so that's fine with me. <laughs> Nick Saban's the greatest college coach of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there we go. Jeez. Context. Context. Well, that's cool. So, all right. Do you guys want to? Well, I mean, for for me, when I think of greatest rivalries, I just think of like you know, fucking like going historical. I'm thinking like France and England. Mm. I guess we don't want to talk about that. No, I mean, I mean, we can, I, I mean, you're the you're the history major here, buddy. So. I mean, like, us. they did fight the Hundred Years' War, and then not to mention, like, the, the whole thing with 1066, when the Conqueror came over and slapped the shit out of the Angles, and the, uh, what's it called, uh, King Harold, that shot his ass in the eye, and then, uh, the, the, the Norma- Normandy, France, they fucking went over, and they just fucking started taking over the whole place, and then Richard the Lionheart even had a thing where he was a Frank defile, and he kept, even though he was the King of England, he kept going over to France and fucking around with there, uh, so, I mean, we, I mean, there's a complicated history between France and England over the years. So, I mean, if I was thinking of Gravest Rivalries, I'd think that. Or unless you want to talk, like, what's it? I, I I think now, more so since everything's got more modernized and alliances and all that bullshit, I think now it's they still, uh, what what's it like? Uh, England and Germany have a huge rivalry when it comes to, like, soccer and shit, but I don't, I can't speak to that, any of that bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know soccer. Any soccer folks, you fill me in on that rivalry and, like, write it in, which you probably won't because... No one that fucking plays soccer or plays such soccer probably listens to the podcast, so fuck it. But yeah, I mean, if looking at the map, there might be some people in those countries that are not the Amer- in the Americas that they might know. All right. Well, if you guys know, Stephanie <laughs> Brussels, my boys in Brussels, hit me up, let me know. Figure out what's going on. Yeah, we yeah, got a we got tough. a big following. They're like one of the top five uh people that listen to the podcast, Brussels. So like, how mad do you have to be that we named a shitty plant Brussels sprouts and you live in Brussels? You're like, fuck, dude. Really? Well, that's like Belgium. Whatever the Belgian people have against or for Brussels sprouts, that's up to them. But anywho, we're just going to be chugging along and going back right to our games. So you guys got to let's. Well, I, I'm not going to start this one off for one. So what do we got when it comes to games? Go like for it. You're. Your first one, or the one that you're playing currently, or one that was so special to you, just something along the lines of games. Okay, well, I got three that I that I go back and forth to right now. Um, I would have to say, you know, I'm I'm playing Madden, you know, 23 right now. I go back to that, and then I'll also, you know, I'm a big car fanatic, so I'll go back and play a car mechanic simulator. I'll I'll get lost in that a couple hours. 
at a time. And then uh, when I get really bored, then I'll just hop on my Switch and I've been replaying uh, Breath of the Wild. That's what I'm doing. So what about those? So, I mean, go, let's go into more detail about those things, Monty. Cause I mean, like that's the whole thing about we're, we're, I always get in trouble for being too deep, but not in that regard, you know, four inches to fear. But when it comes to like, what makes those games so special? I know cause the, the Madden, cause you're such a sports guy. It, it makes you be able to play. Like, um, have you played the one that I was talking about before the ESPN NFL 2K5? Uh, no, I have not. I've never even heard of that to be honest. Oh, okay. So if you ever get a PlayStation 2, which you might not, but if you ever do, definitely look yeah, that game up. Yeah, at, at this rate, if I can ever afford a PlayStation 2, because I know those things are skyrocketing. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah. I saw there's a there's a place here in Texas, and there's a mall in my town, and they have like a bunch of old school games and consoles and stuff like that, and they have a GameCube and a PlayStation 2, and they're they're almost as much as a PS5, man. Jesus Christ. Damn. I wonder yeah. if I could sell mine then. <laughs> I mean, you might. You might be able to. I have a I have a 360 that I'm willing to part ways with just to even just see what I can even get for it. Hey, yeah. folks, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, what's it called? So the Madden, because you like the sports, presumably. Yeah, I mean, Madden. What about... you know, Madden, I'm a big sports fan, and Brandon and I, we'll, we used to play um, NCAA a lot, and we would just play in... That's something that I, I I guess I can lose myself in just because there's so many different ways to play it. And especially now in the Madden 23, if you're playing as a quarterback, there's so many different ways that you can throw the ball now, which is actually really cool. And you can be more accurate. And if you really suck, then you can be a lot less accurate depending on how you're playing. All right. Because, like, here's, like, I signed – I t- completely tuned out to the sports games because I was like, bro, they're, they're not offering anything new. They're all – at least when I was in the – like I and this was back in like early PlayStation three days where I gave up on doing uh, football games and stuff. So I'm completely out of the loop. So what is it now? Like explain to me more like about the throwing and the like different positions. What what kind of things has EA gotten up to that kind of could rival my my best PS two game? I guess the biggest way the biggest thing is is leading the receiver on how you throw. Um, I mean, Brandon, you've played you've played Madden twenty three a bit. Yeah. You know, you know how it, it gets pretty in in detail. I don't know if you can explain that better than I can. Well, I mean, it's definitely better gameplay. Um, it's about <laughs> time they actually add something new to the fucking game because the past couple of years it's been the same dog shit over and over. But with the new gen stuff, like, yeah, you can actually somewhat play like actual player. Lead a you know throw a ball where you actually want it to go and not just throw it up to wherever and get picked off and shit like that. Like the tackles look better, uh, the game in general just looks better and plays better. There's still bugs that have been carried on for years because you know it is a fucking EA game, so it's kind of dog shit when it comes to that. But overall, I mean, in my opinion, it's the best Madden I've played in four or five years. Uh, the story mode. I don't really care for it. They've never been good at making good stories. Franchise still needs a lot of stuff. But compared to that other game, because I played that game a long time ago, you're talking about spec. That game's still better in terms of the stuff you can do. 
right and what like, you and what you were able to, to to get and be have access to and all like the the special features like being able to like actually learn how the plays work like it taught that game taught me how to play football and it got let you play all the historical moments and shit i i'm i'm going to go off on a tangent but like that the, that's why i love that game yeah this one is just i mean they they do better with the story mode from the little bit i played like you start off in the nfl and then you pick a team but it's it's not like road to glory was in nca you know, you still can't be an offensive or defensive coordinator and earn your way to be a head coach. You, there's just a lot that they don't do. Like you, like especially compared to NBA 2K, where you can do team expansions, completely redo teams, download community stuff. Like now, you can do community drafts. But besides that, there's really not a whole lot of interacting with the actual league. Which I don't know if that's an NFL thing where they, hey, you can't add teams. I doubt it because they don't really seem to give a shit. But overall, I think it's game, just a me thing, buddy. Because yeah. NBA, you can you can do all you kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah, and 2K, you can do all kinds of shit. But when it comes to EA and Madden, <clears throat> the only thing that the only gameplay features that they adjust is at the actual in game while you're playing a football game itself. Yeah, and the roster. That's it. Which yeah, is and the roster. Like, right. yeah. Well, because. I just judging what uh, going off your comment that you said earlier, it was like it, it kind of makes sense though because the the NFL was so stringent on uh, ESPN that they stripped away the rights because they didn't sell the game for full price. So I could see the NFL being a little bit more bougie and finicky about what they allow in and not. So I mean, maybe I could only see you know. Plus, EA doesn't want to fucking lose their golden goose. You know, oh, how are we gonna get people for microtransactions if we fucking you know what I mean like. We don't have well, that. That comes from the ultimate team, which FIFA does. And I know Europe is having a big issue with EA because the loot boxes and trying to get players, and it's basically gambling for kids. So I know they're battling. I think they battled Ubisoft too on some shit. But I don't know how long that model is going to last because, I mean, people don't really like, at least my experience, a lot of people play the competitive franchise and against each other. Over the ultimate team, but yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we, we can only hope that the world comes to their senses and is like, yo, like, why the fuck are you making this happen? Like, for so fucking long, like, you pieces of shit. But, like, you know, I, I highly I'm, I'm hopeful about making it. money that way. I'm hopeful about it that we're gonna eventually come to our senses, but who knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who am I to talk about microtransactions? I'm one of those people that buys them, so. You're the target You're audience. the problem, mother... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, the, um, what's it called? The other games you're talking about, the, the car simulator. So, I, I'll, out of those simulator games, or the simulator games, Jesus Christ, uh, out of the simulation type games that you're playing, are the, like, how close, because you work in that field right now. Yes. Right, Monty? So, like, how yeah. close to those simulated because i was talking uh, a couple podcasts ago my with another friend of mine oh the beer podcast right yeah yeah, yeah 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 talking about the the beer simulator one so like is there like are those types and i assume since it's under the simulator type genre like they're all one company that's doing it i can presume i on i don't know i because honestly when when i listened to that podcast i looked for that game i couldn't i couldn't find anything about it but then again i didn't really look too hard i didn't really care too much about it um, so I don't know if the same company makes them all. Um, I think 
maybe different companies just make them and because i highly doubt because this car mechanic simulator it's it's pretty in-depth i'm not gonna lie i mean granted it's not gonna be everything you know it's not gonna be as detailed as an actual motor is but as far as the way taking off the when you're taking off an engine you have to take off you know the drive shaft you have to take off the transmission you have to take off the way well, you have to take off the starter then the transmission then you have to drain the the motor and then you can pull it off in car mechanic simulator and you know when you're taking off a real motor there's a lot more details to that like you have to take off all the hoses that go along with it the wiring you know all bunch of stuff like that so i mean it's pretty detailed in that aspect but it's not going to be perfect But it's it's detailed enough for me to where if I'm frustrated with the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go home and play Car Mechanic Simulator. I'm going to buy a car at the junkyard and I'm going to rebuild it. And that's usually what I do. And I get lost in it for, like I said, a couple hours, maybe even more. Sometimes I'll look up at the at my phone and it's 12 o'clock and I'm like, holy shit, time to go to bed. I miss those days. Yeah. Well, those days were four o'clock in the morning specs, so... <laughs> Yeah, true. And I think I'd get a nap midway through it, wake up, be like, all right, ready to fly. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we'd, we'd be, Brandon and I would be losing ourselves, you know, bullying some poor child on GTA, and we'd be like, where's Spec at? And it sees that you're idling too long and you disappear, and then all of a sudden you come back in with a fighter general, like, when the hell did he get back into the session? <laughs> I looked it up, and they're different companies. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, I, I would imagine they are. I, I highly doubt one company makes everything, you know, like, yeah. and how detailed everything is. Like, I was playing a lawn mowing simulator, which was odd because yeah, yeah. I, I hate mowing lawns, and I have really bad allergies. I was going to say, yeah. it goes back to your landscaping roots. <laughs> Shut up, Spec. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, what's it called? Um, because what is it? They have like goat simulator. That was one of them, right? Like, yeah, but that goat, goat simulator, man, it's a goat playing golf and a goat riding a bike and a skateboard and headbutting. Oh, things. Jesus! It's, All right, it's, so that's uh, it's not. So that's, yeah. yeah, I had no idea that was that. All right, cool. That's yeah. actually even better than I thought it would be. <laughs> so it's actually yeah, I've been meaning to try it, but I, I've been seeing a bunch of videos on it, and I I want to download it and. You know, and I'll, I'll dive deeper into the PlayStation Now stuff later on in the in the podcast. But you know, it's it's it goes back. It's on PlayStation Now, and I I've been meaning to try it. It looks interesting, but I don't know. All right, so there's that, and then what they got the mechanic simulator. They have farming farming. I I knew about farming simulator because we always watched a couple of our friends like uh, Bobby Bonds. Bobby Bonds is always Bobby on farming Bonds. simulator for a while. And Billy or Willie, whatever fuck his kid's name is. God, I feel bad. I don't remember. William. Who? Right? His kid, William? That Max was his Trevor. kid? No, that wasn't his kid. Yeah, that was his kid. I swear to God, bro. Bobby Bonds' his kid? kid? It was, remember the little kid we played with? Like, he was... Oh, dude, he had been 10, maybe? That was his kid. Or maybe he's not, it was related to him somehow. Oh, well, that's awesome. And I think Dark plays Farming Simulator, too, sometimes. Or he did. I'm just making shit up now. Is that the same? Is that the same company though? as like Carbon Scanning Simulator or no? It looks it looks like it, but the simulator games I was thinking of was the, the goofy ones, like the surgeon one, the cooking one. Uh, I don't know about the like these ones seem like actual simulators, not just some goofy shit. Oh, uh, I mean, there was Surgeon Simulator. I don't know if that one. 
Simulator. Well, yes. I played Surgeon Simulator when I was growing up. That was called uh, Operation. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, they made a God, video game man. out of it. That's, it's been around for a while. It's even on the phones. There's a mobile version of that, which is very difficult to play, I might add. It says it's different. Okay. And then the last one we were talking about was Breath of the Wild, which is a game I always wanted to play, but I never actually got around to. I know you guys were just harassed me a couple nights ago about it, but like I ever, I never got a Switch. I want to. I keep saying I'm gonna, but then I end up buying fucking, you know, like a fucking sword and like other shit. Or like, well, you know, I mean, Breath of the Wild is one of those games where if you get a Switch and the only game you get is Breath of the Wild, it makes it worth it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely got to hop on that one of these days for sure. Because I loved, because, you know, people were comparing it to like, what was it like? um, What was it? Uh, there's, it was a free game that came out on PlayStation a while ago that I kind of got. I played like five minutes of it. I forgot what it was. Um, I want to say it was like Genshin Impact or something like that. Maybe it was the game. Oh, I've never played those some, games. Some anime fucking weird shit, but like it kind of played like Breath of the Wild, where you go around, you got to pick, you got, you got to find stuff for crafting, and you make stuff and weapons you got to repair and all, you know. So it's, it's got that cool mechanic to it. Well, on Breath of the Wild, you can't really repair weapons. It's just you use them until they break, and that's it. Which is kind of the most annoying part of the game because if you have a really good weapon, and you know, like you're you're like me and you're dumb and you keep running into these high level people. And that's all you have is that one good weapon. Well, you're kind of shit out of luck there. And then you die and you kind of start off where you died. And so you keep running into the same monster and it's kind of irritating. Well, then that's where the different types of play styles come in handy, you know, because and that's also stuff that you could kind of realize in in life, too, because I always talk about for the podcast, at least or like how certain games that I play definitely help. Like they they bleed into my real life type deal where I could look at it in a similar sense. I could look like what was I was just at a Ren Fair this weekend and just going through like, you know, going to the different shows that they had and just walk around my friends and, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, because we have to walk around the whole fairgrounds and stuff. So to me, it kind of felt like a dungeon. In like a video game where it's like I'm of course gonna be the one to like not leave a stone unturned, so I'm going through. I'm I'm backtracking a lot. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So like it, it really felt like I was doing like a real life type quest because I was in my fuck. I was dressed up for it because of course I'm a fucking giant ass nerd. So <laughs> I had I had my fucking um you know my, my hood. I had my sword. I had all my my fucking shit. So it kind of felt like I was real life questing, just going around from place to place, watching a show, going to another place, shopping, going to the vendors, getting some. You know what I mean? So it was. I got to kind of, to at least in my experience, I got to play a video game in real life by going to a Ren Fair. So, I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. So, like, do you have, were any of those games that you were talking about, Monty, just uh, has, has that sort of, like, special effect to you that kind of, like, bleeds into it or, like, lessons that you might have learned along the way type deal? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say lessons along the way, but something that I enjoy and it actually kind of calms me down is the Car Mechanic Simulator. I've always been into engines and cars and trucks and stuff like that and just working on it, man. It's frustrating. It's frustrating it's a, as it's they an are outlet sometimes. for your passion, man, right? Yeah, it really is because as frustrating as some of those things are, man, I mean when you're when you're banging your, your hand up against, you know, a 
firewall or something like that and you're scraping your arm up trying to get into this that one last bolt it's frustrating as hell but at the end of the day that's the only thing you're focused on and nothing else matters and that's what calms me down I can see why people play those games now. Well, I mean, I'm talking, yeah, I mean, that's the real life part of it, you know, because you can't actually stick your hand in a car mechanic simulator. And that's, I guess that's the beauty of it because everything's just so easy to get to in that game. As, as, you know. Well, right. But you were saying like um, your mindset, though, goes into, yeah. like, you know, when you're playing a game like The Witcher, you're in the middle of one quest. You're like, fuck, I look, you know, open up your log and it's like, I have 85 more quests that I got to fucking do. You're like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. But when you're doing the karma game, you're, you're like you said, you're thinking about that one problem that's in front of you, which is kind of nice, to be honest. Yeah, you know, it's like right now I'm building a race car in there. I just finished a junkyard car and now I'm building a race car in there and I'm looking for all kinds of parts that can add more power to that motor. And I'm trying to fix what's broken on that car. And it's just something that like I focus on. I was playing it this morning and it's something that calms me down. Well, that's awesome, buddy. I'm glad you got that. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that you. Like of all the games that you were talking about, there, I, I figured you know, uh, Breath of the Wild be more, but that one, it's that it suits you. It really does. It's it, you always were a card nut when I knew you, or when we were playing together, and we were. I mean, you you blew how much money on shark cars, fucking with cars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm still upset about that Rockstar. I want my car back, and uh, I will not play it until I get my car back. So if Rockstar is listening to this, please get me my car back. That is greatly appreciated. Or for anyone that works at Rockstar, help my hook my boy up, please, dear God. Yeah, help my boy. I was I was gypped out of you know two million dollars, and I would very appreciate my car back. That sounds like them. But uh, Cantrell, I, I'm sorry to, to not bring you. I know. Thank you for chiming in for when we talk about the sports book. But what do you got going on now, brother? What game well, do you want to discuss? Or games, plural. The one I really want to talk about is Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. So I played this from day one. Got it on PS4. It was brutal. You know, <laughs> crashed every three hours. It was, I mean, it was bad. You know. I the story was good enough to where I'm like I'm gonna beat this fucking thing like it, but it was bad, and I felt bad for CD Projekt Red because you know, Speck and I were talking about it the other day. It was a shitty release, you know, business shit happened, then pandemic, and then they get hacked, so then it delays their game, really from being what it should have been on day one, even longer. But just as a game. You know, I've beaten it a couple times and played everything and played all of them. And it's a really good lesson for people trying to make games or just being creative in general. Because that game made a lot of promises that it just could not make in reality. You know, I remember the advertising was like, be be who you want to be, do whatever you want to do. And you just can't. Like, you are V. But you are locked into this kind of built-in character that you can't really... Sh- like, you have choices, but you're still, like, locked in. It's, it's almost like they took The Witcher, and instead of giving you a, a character like Geralt with such a good personality, so you know, like, if you want to play the game as Geralt, which I do because I'm a nerd, then you can play, you know, this is what Geralt would pick. They took all that, and then just cut out the personality and the history, and it's like, all right, you you make it up, but you're still confined. And 
as a game, you know, it has great mechanics when they, you know, now that they work, it's amazing. The stealth in it, spec, I'm telling you, if you play this game, you're, the stealth makes it amazing. Um, you know, the crafting, I haven't really gotten that much into it because of my, you have to like actually put points into it. Um, my character's not designed for that. Um, but as a, as a, I'm trying to think of how to say it, but as like a lore based system, you know, all the history behind that genre is really good. But I really think by getting like a Keanu Reeves in the game, that fucked them up because they make the whole game about him, not really about you. The story's really good. After you play it once or twice, then you're like, okay, what else? Like, uh, I, I really think they dropped the ball on just as a story and the concepts in the game. Uh, and then they just announced the sequel that they're starting on uh, coming out. And by the way, if, if you have played the game, I strongly recommend watching the anime. I think it's really good and it adds more lore to it and it's definitely worth watching. But overall, I think as a game, there's a lot of bad stuff that they did in terms of writing you know not giving you the control that you should have in this kind of universe really uh too too stiff of a hand guiding you around the mission designs are great the side you know everything you can do on the side is great it just doesn't really mean anything but i would recommend people play it just at least once so you can kind of experience the universe because the world is amazing and i want more out of this world just a better story yeah, so, that's kind of so I, I, you were mentioning before how there was like, you know, all the hype about it, but there's, I mean, I feel like there's a, there's that, that's just part of the industry now where the game comes out and we're all excited for it. They, they make a bunch of promises. Like, I'm just thinking back to like every game within recent memory, at least. And this is you know, not even recent because this is me because I'm not that much of a gamer anymore. So I apologize if I'm offending anyone or if I'm missing something right now. But um, at least every game that I went to a midnight release for, being so hyped about it, wanting to get it, doing the pre-orders, doing all the excitement and shit. Like every game that I did that with, I just, it, it's fallen short. I mean, like I've, I was there for, I mean, with the exception of Witcher, because I did do, I, I did, um, I think I did Midnight for, for Witcher. Uh, but for Fallout, at least, I did the Midnight Witcher Fallout 4. That was, yeah, I did that one as well. That was a disaster. <laughs> I did the Midnight... I fucking called out of work for a weekend and did the whole thing for Red Dead. Only for... And don't get me wrong, the story was great, but only for them to shoot the game in the head and fucking fall completely short online for RDR. Yeah, but I just feel like because of the story, it's still... I would still consider making the midnight release worth it because I also went to a midnight release and I spent two hundred dollars on that game because I got the, you know, the collector's edition. But just because of the story alone, I think it's worth it. In my, right, I'm playing, bro. The story is on pause right now as we're talking. So like, I was, I was just walking around as Arthur, fucking. Uh, well, before we started recording, I was just doing that shit. So I get it, man. I still fucking love me my Arthur Morgan, but I mean, just when in terms of. If you do look at the game for the mechanics and everything, like why they have to add the horse balls? Like why is that such a big thing? Like why couldn't? You, why is the camp like the making it the camp? You know, so interactive, but at the same time it means nothing. You you gave me an ocean of content, but it's only a foot deep. 
where it's like, you know, I, I clean, I have to clean my firearms in that game. I was like, oh, well, if I don't clean my firearms, I can still use my firearms. So I was like, why the fuck do I got to clean my firearms? Just so I could fucking just so, so they don't look weird and sound different. Let's say, what the fuck? Like, make them actually like break down and actually have a complete like fa- mechanical fair because I didn't clean them. Or like, if I don't provide for the camp, make it to where like I can't progress the story mode. If I can't, you know, uh, why is it to where they, you know, there's just, just so many mechanics with that they added into it just for the sake of adding mechanics to it. And I feel like the same thing happened with cyberpunk. The same thing happened to other games and, or even just they, they made promises like when division launched division one, that game was a nightmare at launch. It didn't hold up. And then it had to wait like four years or not four. maybe I'm being exaggerating, maybe two years two at the most for them to get their shit together and do that. Like 2018 big relaunch to fucking make it a better game. They had to do the same thing with no man's sky which was another thing where it was like, look at what this fucking world, blah, blah. And then it was fucking complete shit. Watch Dogs, one where they were talking about, oh, it's time for you to get out of fucking Los Santos. Welcome to Chicago, bitch. And it was like, this game is garbage. Like, what the fuck are you trying to like? Every game has that, like, at least in my experience, every game has that hype that they just can't ever reach up to. So how is, and I know you were going through all that other stuff, like, but how much so in Cyberpunk was it like, how much of it was like a, a falling short and how much of it was they added stuff that they didn't need to add? Uh, added, everything I feel like in that game adds to it. Like, yeah, you can eat, you can do stuff. Um, but I'm not really against, because like they have a, they just added a, a little arcade game and you play as Roach from The Witcher and you're just like jumping over stuff. And that's kind of stupid, but it's, I mean, it's their IP. So I'm like, whatever. I don't ever play like those little fucking arcadey games and like I never did it in Fallout or anything. So it doesn't really mean anything to me. Yeah, the games was, within games. Yeah. It was the thing that really bothered me was the whole I remember the commercial it was Keanu Reeves being like, be be whoever you want to be. It's like, you can't do that. And what bothers me the most is that it's cyberpunk. Like it is a defined genre. People play tabletop versions of it. They're used to being able to create their character. And live in this very vibrant, lore deep world, and you're just guiding them by the hand. Like, I know CD Projekt loves to do level ca- like level gating on certain areas, it's where like if you're under level, you're going to fucking die. Um, they do that here too. It's like, man, I want to explore the city. I want to enjoy it. I can't like I'm. You're really the main story takes control it's not like fallout where you know you step out of the vault and you're like oh look i'm gonna go nuke a town like it is so dependent on the main story that you can't really do anything else and that's the biggest shame of it because it is such a good world even the side missions they're great but like you do the heist in the first half of the story like the the big thing that you think you'd build up to like they give you a best friend jackie and you don't even get to build like a relationship with him personal. Like it just kind of like, yeah, you're best friends. Yeah, it's all part of the prologue. That whole highest yeah. best friend thing. It's all the prologue. And then you're just like, okay, it, that took me ten hours to do because you know I'm like you spec, so I'm out here exploring, doing side quests, making money. And by the time I'm sitting there, I'm like, <laughs> like the story's good. It's just that's why. I, the more I think about it, I'm like, I think when they got Keanu Reeves, they had to have him, like, for people who don't know, he's basically, like, you see his, well, like a better a soul in your head, 
and like that's the whole main conflict of the story and he's in it a lot which is, i mean it's great when you're like doing something and then he pops up and he gives some smart ass comment like it's funny but it's like they got a a-lister celebrity and they're like fuck we got to get him in every scene like he's got to be in everything and it just it really brings down what i think could be a great game you know i've played it multiple times so i'm sitting here so once he says something you know whatever and you have interaction with him it's kind of gets old so maybe i'm just going from the opinion of somebody who's played it a lot but really their biggest issue is that it confines you to like what they want like very tightly throughout i mean there is a point where you can go anywhere and do anything but you can't be who you want to be and you, you know you can't join gangs you can't i mean the some of the side quests are fucking amazing the level design you, you have multiple ways to get into somewhere based off your perks um the dialogues shit so you pick three classes when you start it's nomad street kid and corpo they get influence like you know because you're a corpo if you're talking to another corporate person later on in the story you can use that background but really that's kind of it but even the beginning missions you are just like real quick one-shot things like corpo is the worst because you just talk and then you go to a nightclub and then that's it then you start the mission and yeah street kids yeah, kind of the same thing you. yeah nomad's the best one because you actually do like stuff <laughs> like, like that was the most interesting one but from a sorry like guys, i need to get my charger yeah you're good uh from the start of the show it's show start of the game it's just kind of confines you and i think if it was a different genre if it, was, if it was their own ip i think you could get away with that but there's a whole lot they don't do creatively that sucks well, i'm sorry if you can hear my dog but oh no you're good it's just playing it multiple times you sit back and you're like okay what could they do better it is the story the story is good but it also holds it back. You don't get to be the character. Like you are the you're set on rails, basically. Which I have a like and that's so like it's hard for like I feel like the writers are at least these days are incapable of finding that sweet spot. Cause you either have that thing where, like you said, like it's so on rails, you have to go through and, and it's so dependent on the main story, even if it's an open world type game. And then you have some games where, and I'm going to blame CD Projekt Red again and Bethesda for, I'm going to go, because these are two games I played back to, uh, back to back because I think they came out like a month apart, where I was playing Fallout 4 and Witcher. And those both have like situations where it's like, okay, you have to go find essentially your kid. So like, mm -hmm. go find your fucking kid. But all the shit that leads up to it... <laughs> Like, it's just so, like, fucking, I, like, at, at least I know so much for, like, if you really want to play Fallout 4 with, like, go find your kid in mind, you you could just ignore every side content that there is. But, mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's Fallout, so who the fuck does that? I don't. I spent uh probably a, a year in-game before I actually went to go look for my kid, just building up my fucking sanctuary. <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> Um, but then, you know, but that's Fallout. So, I mean, it, that, and that's Bethesda as well. But for CD Projekt Red, but going back to Witcher, where it's like, I took part in a fucking play, 
and memorized lines and had to fucking do like a bard performance mm-hmm. as Geralt and before I could even go and find Siri more. Like, what the fuck's that shit about? Like, there, there needs to be that sweet spot of okay, the main quest, which is titular, which is important, where I feel like at least because I didn't play Star Wars, so like, what is that thing in the main quest where it's like I feel like this is kind of reversed where. You, there's not really a time limit, Lord. You don't have there, to. Yeah, there that is. guy's in your head, right? No, it's killing you. There is actual time limit. Oh, okay. That's, but I mean, it's weird. There's a lot of content, but the way you do it, it doesn't feel so bloated. Like there's side missions you can do that take. It depends on obviously how you play, but even if you stealth, like a mission might take ten minutes if you're trying not to get caught. And. It doesn't feel so like I know what you're talking about. That was it, the second or third act of The Witcher is so bloated that you're like, oh man, like it, it kind of takes you out of the game. Yeah, this one I haven't really felt that in terms of the main story. It just gets frustrating when you're on rails, you know, like you're looking at all this cool stuff, but then like I can't go to Santo Domingo because if I do a mission over there, I'm gonna get killed in one hit, and you know, so you. There is a little bit of that. I think, like this could be my bias because it's very entertaining to play the game. Like the the gunplay is great, the stealth, the the melee is probably the best melee I've played in a serious game. Like it's not Fallout where you're just goofing off, swinging something at somebody that feels really janky. But this one, there is that because like you are dying, and then I'll go off and talk to like a, a sentient soda machine and <laughs> do a quest with him. So there's a little bit cool. of that. I don't that side quest is cool yeah. in my opinion, yeah. It's not it doesn't have like that whole act where you're like, oh this is bloated. You do I have noticed you have to do like the main story kind of for all three major people that will help you in the end. So you have to go with the nomads. You have to help Takamura and then there's another one, but with Judy, which you only have to do so much of. Uh, but it's there is some of that, man. There is some of that where you, if you really sit down, and you're like, I'm dying, and I'm over here doing this goofy shit. But it to me, it doesn't feel like it. like it. It the pacing can be good. But maybe that's also because I break it up and I'll do like a story mission here and there and then do like some side stuff story. You know what I mean? Right. But there, I mean, you are dying. Like that's kind of the whole point of the story. Sorry if you haven't played it, people. But... Yeah. Spoiler alert for everyone. Who's spoiler alert, just... you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just the motivation to get you to do the stuff is that, hey, you don't want to die. Well, you got to do this, which is, you know, a very human thing i mean nobody wants so, to die but, so. but is there a so let's say you decide to not do it mm-hmm. like you literally are just gonna put the main quest on hold because i have so many of these side quests that will i die in game just be like no, you're, you're, oh, no okay. yeah I've, I've tested that theory as well so, okay so this is not like because what was it there's like those far cry games where if you like don't move in the beginning you like win the game or some shit like that like it's, yeah like far oh, cry yeah, right. Five, i mean right. far cry 4 far cry 4 you can do um, with Pagan and then Far Cry 5. If you can take, if you take him up on his offer, you'll beat the game fast. That's hilarious, bro. People need to do more stuff like that in games. That's funny. 
So yeah, because I even know like they used to do that back in the day where they actually gave you like an in-game timer for like the first Fallout game. I'm talking about like the top-down Fallouts, mm-hmm. where like you have to go get your water chip for the for the vault. So like it shows how much days left you have like for clean water before they start fucking freaking out. So like you got to beat the game within that time limit. So I do know that there are games, but like having, but like I said, that just adds to the whole. There's a you know, I'm using air quotes here. There's there's a pressing amount of time for you to get this shit done because I got to go, you know, fall out for it. Got to find my kid or Witcher. Got to find my kid or, you know, this. Or I'm dying where it's like, okay, like I got to I gotta fucking move. But then they make it to where like, oh, I, I got to fucking do these asinine fucking things first. Yeah. Like, the wild Garvey, I don't want to fucking solve another fuck. I don't want to go help another settlement out, you bitch. Where's my son? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, the wild hunt is literally chasing your daughter to use her to invade your world. And you're just like, yeah, but have you seen what Triss is wearing today? Like, I'm going after it, dog. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to go, like I said, take part in a play with Dandelion and fucking, what's it called? Like, I remember that. I was like, why am I doing this? This is a main quest. Like, I don't fucking, like, I was so pissed that I had to do a fucking thing like that. I was like, why? I should go find my kid. And that was the, what is it called? every fucking big video game essay person fucking says it that thing with like uncharted where it's all about like the ludo narrative distance that's what it is it really does have a lot of fucking bullshit where you just can't i just use a college word look at that where you're fucking just using your education right or it's just you're so just because you feel like all right this is a real life issue but I'm going to go about it in the most unrealistic ways possible. And it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like, if anything, right, future writers and games fucking focus on that. Like, And I think we also, to take away from this whole thing, where I, to kind of be a little bit uplifting here, where it's like, folks, like, you see what the best, and I'm using air quotes here, the best could, could offer these days. And it's like, clearly, anyone could do this. And anyone could do it better. So fucking try don't let don't let someone go out there and say, oh, well, that's going to be impossible, kid. Give up on your dreams. Go do a nine to five and fucking fucking, you know, join the workforce. No, fucking go out there. Do something crazy. Do something creative. Make make that fucking video game or make or be the writer on that team to make that fucking video or something to that extent. Like, I don't know. Like, make it worth it. Yeah, like make these games that we're talking about, all the problems that we're seeing. Like you see you are you are in the same boat as us, folks. And like. I don't know. This is coming from like I felt like I came from a privileged way of games, and I think this is just bleeding in from last week's discussion I had with SETI, but like it's like that. I feel like that golden age is gone where now we're in that suck phase where everything's just not everything's just like I said, corporatized. Everything's all about what the bottom what the bottom line dollar is, how much effort can we put into a game and how much money can we get back as a reward. You know, and I just feel like, all right, if this is the way that we're going about it, like you guys gotta just, we gotta stand up. We gotta say no. We want something. And I and I'm not saying like, oh well, book we boycott the game, blah blah. Because blah, no, that's not gonna work. There's always the crowd that's gonna go and buy the game no matter what. You know, there's there's gonna be the people that only buy Call of Duty and Madden, and they just keep the video game industry alive because that's all they fucking do. Hey, that's not what I mean, but. You know, and I'm sorry for everyone out there who is those dude bro gamers that that's all they fucking do and they just want to play fucking Warzone and you know till five o'clock in the morning and just fucking teabag some people that they still have that fucking you know way of life or because like for me I've always been that you know pinky out I guess like story mode player I've always wanted to have the 
experience. I want like if I'm paying the money, I want to have the good time. And I feel like a lot of games these days are all about like it's very it's highly it's a highly competitive atmosphere. And it's all about like if you got the time and effort to put into it versus like people who are like me now where I'm working, I'm taking care of the dog. I'm taking, I'm running this fucking household. I fucking, I want to do my extracurricular stuff that makes me a better person. I want to fucking do this and that. And then when I want to hop on, it's like, Oh, well, if you don't want to have to, you know, play this game for 85 hours to get to the next fucking point, <laughs> you could buy this speed pass, you know, like fucking what Ubisoft does where I think they did it for, I mean, I feel like they've done it for a lot of games since fucking what's it calls it. Uh, they should have done it for Odyssey. That game fucking, they did do it for Odyssey. Did they? They did oh, have shit. the fucking. Uh, I might get it. They did have the speed pass where you could just, uh, you know, you pay them money and and you get experience at a higher rate. And I think someone actually it might have been a YouTuber that I was watching, Luke Stevens. He's really good. Um, he did like a test where like he flipped on the the pass, but like they they don't balance it out, so you either have to play the game at this very slow trudging methodical rate or you buy the pass and you get the the XP boost and you're way over leveled from there on forward so it's like there's no fucking happy medium where everything's going to be fucking balanced Natural. out and yeah. yeah and actually a challenge it's either going to be you're going to be grinding too fucking hard and it's going to be a fucking pain in the dick or you're going to be blowing through shit like you're Superman. So I like mean, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's like that where you're grinding and grinding and grinding and then when the DLC came out you can just turn into Super Saiyan God and blow through the whole story and cheat that way. That was a big one. Yeah, we're like there are games like at least for me like I'm I'll still die as Arthur in Red Dead. Like I'm not, you know, to give Red Dead shit, but also give it some praise. It's like, yeah, your character's not immortal. You're gonna get fucked up. Kingdom Come Deliverance is a game that I always love to fucking play, and where I, you know, you your guy literally can't read. Like you have to learn how to read in game. You're not some amazing yeah. sword fighter. You gotta learn how to fucking fight. You gotta go through, and then you, and even though you maxed out your sword skill. If there's if it's just you and you get jumped by like six or seven guys, you're dead. You're fucking dead. You have to fucking either run away, play smart, or fucking pick them off of the boat. You know what I mean? Like there's it's it's a realistic type game. And like I'm not trying to say I, I want to have a realistic video, you know, because that's bullshit. But you know, at least make it to where that's a challenge. I'm maxed out as a character, but I still get challenged when I come across a guy. I'm like, oh, well, these are a lot of guys. I don't know if I could handle this. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's, there's. Well, I think there's a hunger for that. I mean, look how well Elden Ring did, and all these, you know, there's a lot of people who came out, like especially game journalists, who like, it's too hard. We need a difficulty setting, and the community told them to go fuck themselves. Like Elden Ring's probably been the best game I've played in years, bro. Like, yeah. I did mean... you hear that episode? <laughs> Were you listening to that episode that I talked about Elden Ring? I have not. All right, so I brought up a, a thing for Elden Ring, and I, I'll bring it up again for you guys now, where one of the, one I think was a Ubisoft developer, I keep forgetting his name, it was something Salama, where he was trying to talk about the user interface, mm -hmm. and, you know, people made fun of him, and they showed, like, they, they pulled up the screenshot, which I, I fucking gotta send that to Sachi. They pulled up the screenshot of, like, oh, this is what an Elden Ring game, this is what the game looks like with good user, and, you know, air quotes user interface and it had like the compass and it had like a giant mini map and a fucking you know the, the objectives everywhere 
reminders how to press buttons and you know just a bunch of you know gimmicky bullshit but mm-hmm. he then came out and it wasn't you know because you could and i and mike even said it too i think i said i said it with mike or i forgot who i even talked to about it but we brought up the whole thing where it was like yeah no there are people that were just talking shit just to talk shit about it but now for me though like he came out again and was like no like i'm not trying to talk shit about this like this is you know trying to get to the whole point where you know he was trying to help out where he was actually like saying like no like and kind of how when people come to me with the podcast like but hey like people don't want to hear and so i even tried you know breaking it down did the little snippets and doing like you know the little um you know putting it out monday wednesday friday i did that for a week and then i said fuck that i'm not doing that again because (laughs) i hated it but you know where it's like yeah i i get it like the people are different and so do you feel like you know it's easy to say as like this from the coming forward like with this snobby mindset where it's like oh i love long-form content oh i love challenging games where it's like no some people do need to have a game where it's they hold your hand or or have a better way to remind you of quest structure or this and that where it's like People aren't going to, yeah. are, they're not going to want to go the extra mile because it's a video game. You know, they kind of just want to be, they they want to sit down after a long day's work. They don't want to fucking put up with all this hassle of trying to figure, you know, and then they play a game. So where do you guys fall in that genre? Where is like, where do you think, is gaming too hand-holding now or is it going to like, where, where do you guys feel like? Honestly, it's very soulless. Like the great thing about Elden Ring is I waited, well, really, till I saw you playing it, and you said it was good, so I'm gonna get it. But not just that, I was nervous because I played Bloodborne, and it wasn't really for me. Um, and I, I think you had to recognize that when you play games, like, hey, some of these games are not for me. Like some of them, I just don't enjoy. Like it's okay if you don't like, if you just want to sit down, turn off your brain, and play a game. That's fine. Like okay, then don't get Elden Ring. But then if you're going to be like, well, I want to play Elden Ring and be able to sit down and turn off my brain, you can't really do that. Because then you take a game that has a design from a studio, like, this is how we're going to do it. Like, But then they have to capitulate to you. It kind of, I don't know if I'd say violates the integrity of the game, but like as an artist, like you have a vision. And sometimes, especially a consumer product like a video game, you just got to be like, all right, well, then I can't play it or I'm not going to play it, you know? And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, fuck up. I'm just, like, I only have like four or five games I play consistently now. One of them is Animal Crossing, bro. I play a wild, <laughs> a wild life, but it's just like some of those games aren't for like some people would hate Animal Crossing because it, it takes place in real time. You know, if you build a build something, you got to wait till the next day before it's done, and everything costs a lot, and yada yada yada. Like it's you know, it's not for everybody, but I definitely feel like there's this thing in gaming where either they try to make it for everybody and then it ends up being for nobody or they make it for a select few and then they have to battle with everybody about, oh, it's not accessible to this kind of people or, oh, you know, if I want to do this, I can't do this. Like it's, I don't know, it's a fucked up situation. I don't even know if what I'm saying is making sense, but. No, it is. No, I'm, yeah, seeing, I'm seeing what you're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, Monty, I talked over you. No, you're good. <clears throat> but I mean, like Madden, like if you don't, 
honestly, I wasn't going to buy Madden until I saw it was on sale on Amazon. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I really wanted to play. Every time football season comes around, it gets me. And I'm like, damn, I want to play Madden. And this one has actually been good. Like, last year's sucked. And at some point, it's like, am I going to keep getting fooled? So now I just wait till the shit's on sale or till the end of the season when they put it on Game Pass because they wait. And then just play it then. But I think people got to start being more... I want to say aware, but you got to really think about the games that you're going to spend because they're they're getting pricey. I mean, $70 for a game is insane. And that's just here. I know they're more expensive in other countries, but... Yeah, we're getting up there, man. But I remember I spent $50 on... Oh, fuck. What was it? Ark Survival that Dark and Jake commenced us to get? And it still bugs me that I spent that money on this stupid game. I think that's another one of those games. Is, it's the, the structure of it isn't for everyone because that's one of, yeah. I don't like those style of game, those style of games where, you know, I turn the game off and people could just go and pillage all my shit. And then I come back, I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I have to start from the fucking, you know, from the ground up again. Like, I hate that stuff. Like, I'm not one of those people like, or, you know, Seti really loves games like Division and stuff where it's like, I don't like having to dump a whole fucking magazine of shotgun shells into someone's fucking head for me to drop them. Like, I feel like I should just shoot them and they'd be dead. Like, you know, that's, you know, and that's where I, you know, those games aren't for me too. So, I mean, like, I, I do understand the, the whole thing. Some things are for me, some things aren't. So I get it. I feel like, and that's something we should, you know, I, I and that's just me going back to, you know, being old man thinking about how, like, I never remembered you know, the early days of gaming when there was play- PlayStation 2, like, I would go to the store, you know, it'd be, a, you know, GameStop, Blockbuster, Toys R Us, K- KB Toys, you know, something like that, extent, where I would go and look at the game selection and then pick a random game, you know, not looking at the reviews, not going online and, like, you know, getting all hyped for it and doing all the research, the deep dives, and, you know, not watching some YouTuber talk about it for, like, you know, t- fucking a-, a day and a half. You know, I remember I would just go to a store, look, oh, I wonder what this game's about. Fucking pick it up, bring it home, see how it was. And, you know, I kind of miss that. I feel like now everything's so, yeah. like... And I feel like those days, you were hardly ever disappointed. Right, because everything was so new mm. and so crazy. And I feel like... And I can't think about how that might be for the new audience today. Like, the people who are my age now, who were young you're no no fuck it what am i even saying the people that are young now who were when i was playing i was their age you know type deal when uh you know when they're going into this like they've never played a game like red dead 2 before so everything to them is like oh my god i can't believe but for me i'm such a jaded fucking asshole cop now where it's like you know oh well why do they have this they should have this mechanic blah, blah, blah. so I, I do understand like there's there's a you know a, a, a changing demographic and so yeah, well- I wonder if, like, people before us who played, like, Sega and shit, so, like, when we started playing out on, like, PS1, PS2, if they're like, this is shit. Sonic is where it's at. Like, these features, garbage. Like, what do I need 3D graphics for? This is stupid. So I wonder if we're just in that transition period. I'm, fuck if I know, bro. People might be like, Pong is life. Like, what else do I need? But I I think about it, because I'm not the kind of player who would normally get Elden Ring. Like, I like a lot of war. But I've never really played Dark Souls or any of that. And when I got it, I think I became an Elder Ring player by playing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, man. I Like I said, I I played Bloodborne, and I loved it. And then something about Elden Ring, though, just 
you know, of course, I was going through a lot of fucking personal shit at the time. And, you know, that mixed in with my previous type of love for, you know, like I, I loved the Miyazaki vibe. You know, I understood what he was all about. I liked that concept of a game, you know, and but I wasn't a gamer to that extent to where like I saw Dark Souls players was like, oh, you people just love bash your heads against the fucking wall. <laughs> like that's just how you love to like, you're the type that, you know, cracks open a nice beer and then whipped yourself. Like, you know, what I mean? like what the fuck? <laughs> but shout out, shout out to Dark. Right? <laughs> no, no, Jesus Christ. But I never saw those games as worth any sort of fucking merit. But then playing Elden Ring, though, I was, you know, like I said, I had to be in the right mental state broken already i was a broken person and just having that experience of okay yeah the world is is difficult it's hard it's like you know this isn't you're not just gonna pick up the the first you know pick up the first ball which is the the tree guardian yeah and i'm like oh i'm gonna fuck it and then just get immediately get my dick stomped in i'm like what the fuck and then i have to travel to a different part of the map Literally have to travel through like the hard parts to get my shit kicked in to get to an easier part and play that area first. I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. I, I kind of see what's going on here. And then I go to, you know what I mean? So, what the game doesn't tell you that. Yeah, but yeah, don't the you game think... points you in certain directions. You know, it's I, yeah. I call them piss markers, but they have like the uh, like the golden streams of light that like mm -hmm. show you like there's another objective. Go that way. But if you go that way, it's fucking difficult. If you try to beat Stormvale Castle first, you're fucking dead. Like, unless you're like a true fucking, I, I never, you know, I make sure I play my Dark Souls game. I never level up once and I play naked with just a club. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're that type of gamer, good for fucking you. But I could not, for the life of me, beat Stormvale till I was at least level 50-something. So, like, but I yes. got it. Sometimes 44. you're not going to be the level in-game that other people are going to beat just like in real life where, you know, at least for me growing up with comparison culture now where everything is so like, you know, you get to see certain people, uh, the high school that you like, you know, if you're, if you're still friends with them or whatever, I did a purge, all that. But you know, if you're, if you're looking at, you know, someone that you know from high school and like, Oh, they have this job, they're doing this and that. It's like, okay, well that's not you. So don't fucking feel like you're a failure just because you don't have that. You know, you're, you're 30 and you're not married yet. Who the fuck cares? But I know people who that's all they fucking worry about because they're always trying to keep up with someone else. They're always trying to keep up with the people that they know. They're always trying to keep up with like, oh, what were their parents doing back then? But like, even so, like a game like Elden Ring taught me like, oh, okay, doesn't fucking matter what level you're. Doesn't fucking matter where you are as a gamer. Doesn't fucking matter. Just play the game. You're gonna find. You're gonna fall into. You're gonna figure it out. You're gonna find your groove you're gonna eventually change and adapt and find a play style that's gonna work for you you're gonna have to respect a couple of times you know what i mean because you're gonna fuck up but it's okay you can do it yeah and everybody so, has their different play styles it's gonna be different yeah so like that game to me that's what made me an Elden ring player where it's like oh my god this game taught me so much about life that life never taught me so I don't know if that's me being a fucking gay boy for that shit. Not that they're like, wrong being gay. <laughs> that's a whole other discussion with Brandon. Right. But no, but just, but you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being too much of a fucking evangelist and I can't shut the fuck up about it. But that game I'm, was something that definitely helped me. But, so I could understand. But don't you think in a way, going back to what Brandon was saying on how you can't just shut your brain off. You said that you, you, you were going through a tough time. 
Yeah. Don't don't you think in a way you shut off your brain so that way you can focus on Elden Ring and it drowned out all the noise? Uh, I mean, it was uh, I don't know. It, it, thinking back to it, you know, the depression was everywhere. You know, I couldn't really escape it. Everything that I did was just seeped in it. So like I, I don't know. Man, I don't know if I turned my brain off to play it. I just remember it was one of the games where. Like you I mean, were saying, you where, you know, you, you look at your, your you look at your watch, and you're and you know you start playing a certain time. Like, oh my god, I got to go to bed. Like, I me- I don't yeah, remember when the last time that happened to me when I was playing a video game. Yeah, see, and within I think that's, you you did in a way you turned off your brain. You're still turning off your brain, and you're trying to drown out things. And I think that's the beauty about video games, no matter what it is, even a Dark Souls type of game like that. I mean, something as stupid difficult as Dark Souls type of game. I can't even play those games by myself. I had to play Bloodborne with you, Spec. But it's, <laughs> I it's, remember. Just, it's just something that, you know, you lose yourself in. It's something to get away, no matter how difficult it is. Whether it's, you know, it's a Dark Souls type of game that most people can't play, like, because, you know, Brandon was saying that there's a bunch of people that complain about it. I'm gonna... The only thing I could counteract that statement with is... I don't think it was so much of me shutting the brain off. I think I that game put me in a flow state. If that makes any sense, where yeah. it's it's like a middle ground between shutting your brain off, but like there's a sort of like when I'm working, almost where if I go to work, I kind of put a lot of shit to the side, but not because like I don't want to think about, it, but only because like I need to do the job at hand. So, but it's also the job is challenging enough to the point where I'm able to feel like I'm getting something out of it. And my skill level is me ch- is, is reading it and it is, is meeting it and exceeding it at some points. So I feel like I'm progressing through it. So like, yes, my brain is turned off, but it's still, it's, it's not so much that it's turned off, but it's, it's, it's an idle mode. My brain is almost activated. I would say to where, Oh, okay. This is what I have to live for. You know what I mean? Like to where like, Oh, okay. This is the important thing. This is the, the, like I said, that flow state, the the flow fiero, the whole thing where it's like I need to the the challenge, I need the the skill, I need the the right things, and that game gave that shit to me, where not a lot of games did, or at least yeah. I wasn't able to shut off the game and other or my brain and other parts of it because I was still thinking about other stuff. So I don't know, like maybe yeah, it's half. I'm gonna say yeah, my brain was half shut off for the bullshit, but turned on to the other shit. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with what I was saying. Like, you have to be is because if you're focused on other shit, if you're not really paying attention, you're going to die. And the game punishes you for not paying attention. I don't know how many times I've died doing dumb shit, falling off stuff, or just like I was on my phone, looked down for a second, and the next thing you know, I'm getting murdered by one of those little, I don't even know what they are, over there by the giant birds that fucking kill you uh, from behind. It's ridiculous, bro. Like, the game makes you be on your toes the whole time. Which is why I think it's very. Yeah, that's that's definitely a game that demands yeah. your attention for sure. You demands so... your undivided attention. Right? I meant to say, mm-hmm. but still though that, but that's also a game where if you do want to get the most out of it, you're researching it. You're on your phone. You're looking up the, you know, where can I find this? You're looking up the how do I beat this part? You know, you're you're doing. You know, what I mean, like if you really want the the lore, you're looking up. You're watching this video. You know, <laughs> you're you're. Uh, you're going to the wikia page and like you know scrolling through the archives like that it's a game where there's a lot of extracurricular shit where it just reminded me of the prima game guide days where i'd play a game like um what's it called i'd be playing oblivion 
and I'd have to like, you know, all right, let me just pause here real quick. And I would go and I would look up, you know, what, or I, you know, I would look at the, the quest markers and see where I'm at. Oh, how do I do this? Oh, okay. There's that. And then look up the, the, the big chart of weapons. It's like, Oh, how much, how many more levels do I got to get to till I find this thing? Well, you know what I mean? Like there was, it was a good, it brought back that sense too, where, you know, it was just one of those, it was, it was a special game. I have to say, definitely. It was a special game. And I do think that, uh, talking to Mike about it last week, I, I do think that's the end. I do think hopefully that, um, they're not going to do like Elden Ring 2 because I feel like that's no, it was. I think that was a game that was supposed to be a send off. So I, I'm happy that that's what they sent it off with. And I'm can I kind of, I'm excited to see what they do next. But, um, but yeah, no, we've, uh, I feel like we talked enough about games. Sorry about that. Everybody, <laughs> unless you guys got something else to say. No, no, no. I no. mean, I covered everything. Right. So, all right, guys, let's uh, do another roll. See where we're at now. Oh, shit. That one bounced out. Uh oh, let's see. Going to number two. All right, we're gonna uh, let me just edit this file real quick because I already went to that one. To I'm just gonna erase it. That one's done. And number two says, "Oh, okay. Uh, what character would you like to be in video games, movies, etc.? So, if you were guys to to be any, Ooh, shit, that's tough. Who would you pick? Hmm. Damn." Man, that's a that's 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 definitely a thinker. Um, I remember for the longest time I really wanted to be my GTA character. Oh, so really? not not a, a a specific character, but your character in GTA. Okay, but hmm. you know, now now that I think about that, that's probably a bad one because the way GTA has turned out, I don't think I right. want to be in that world anymore. And, yeah, because uh, the because the question doesn't really say. So we we could flesh out the rules here. So I was like, what character would you like to be? Video games, movies, etc. So I feel like I feel like it would be disingenuous to have just take a character and put it into the real world because that wouldn't be you know what I mean. So I feel like you would have to be that character in that world. In that world. In that world. So yeah. So we'll, we're gonna we'll flesh we'll we'll give it parameters that way. So yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'd have to do the vault, uh, vault dweller from Fallout Three. I mean, that's obviously it's my favorite game of all time, but also I you're going to your favorite games because you get to nuke an entire town. Yeah, and we'll talk about we won't talk about that other part of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I was torn between that and New Vegas, but I feel like Fallout Three has a better atmosphere. To me, I like the being in it the does. capital compared to the the strip of Vegas. So, but yeah, I, I think I really would because it's always been a game that I kind of compare to other games. So it's like, well, fuck, I wouldn't mind living there. In terms of like game characters, I'm trying to think of something else, but man, a lot of them are. I don't know if I want to live in that world, bro. Like Elden Ring wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> that is not something that's for everybody. Oh shit, my TV's so fucking loud right now. I'm actually to look up this. I want to go through my games list to see who I would actually be. Yeah, I mean, being the, the Dragonborn, the Dragonborn would be cool too. But I don't know. Fighting dragons is also something else. Like, would uh, you want to fight cool. dragons for the rest of your life? Because that's what it is in Skyrim. Those dragons yeah. never fucking stop, man. 
but also being able to launch Lydia whenever she makes me mad. That, that's, <laughs> that's just throw her off of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, right. And I have Breath of the Wild. I've had it since I got my Switch. Have not played it, so I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know if like... I'd want to be in that world, man, with those no. with those ancient beings or whatever those things are, man. I don't know. Those things still piss me off. No matter how how high of a level I am in Breath of the Wild, man, it's just ridiculous. Um, you're going to hate me, Brandon. I would love to be in the Saints Row. Like a character in Saints Row. Saints Row 4? Um, <laughs> no, let's not go with that one. I don't feel like <laughs> fighting aliens in a simulation. No, I think, you know, I'm going to probably get a lot of hate for this one. Maybe the new one. The new one is wacky, and I I like the environment though, and I, I think the only reason I like it is because it's so close to home. But yeah. but I like that I like that environment, all the wacky shit that you would do, or or even three man. I mean, can you imagine just running around hitting people with a dildo like like that's. I mean, you can do that in real life. Yeah, I could do that in real life, but I also can't just take out a giant rocket launcher and shoot him in the face right afterwards. So yeah, that's true. I can only get so far with a dildo. Spec, you gotta clip that. Oh, I'll, make, I'll make sure. I'll make sure it gets clipped. Sachi, if you're listening to this part, clip that part right there. Put on steady soundboard. <laughs> that would be a good one. I'm trying to think. I am looking through my games. and Like, I got three New Vegas. I'm trying to think. I did, I did start playing Oblivion, by the way. And although oh, it's really dated, you are welcome. That's a great game. The mechanics are really good. Like the actual RPG elements they have there. Yeah. Like it's, I just started, so I'm just like, like, it literally lets you free, and it's like figure it out. Yeah, and I think I haven't gotten out of the prison yet, so I think that's why I still haven't really. I can't really chime in on the on Oblivion because I haven't gotten out of the prison. My yeah, favorite, I just did. My favorite all time countryside. Yeah. Oh shit! I have uh fucking hell. What? This is a tough one for me. I'm looking through my games list and I'm trying to figure out like who exactly would I wanna fucking be at? Cause like every, of course, every game that I play isn't like a uh like it's a good experience to play, and I need to have those experience. You know, I like them as a yeah. thing, but I mean, if anything, I guess if I was to be a character, I think it would want to be Nathan Drake. Really? Yeah, I thought you were going to say Snake so you could hide in the box all day. Yeah, dude, I really thought it was going to be that one, too. Yeah, man, I looked... I Trust me, my my uh, the cursor was on Metal Gear for a little bit. I was like, <laughs> But I'm thinking about it, I'm like, just, the, just how Big Boss's life turns out, and not even that, like, when you're playing, at least for MGS5, like, you're not actually Big Boss, you're... You know, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played that fucking... It's not spoiler, man. That game's been out for a while already. If you haven't played it, right. that's your own fault. But... I mean, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love my snake, bro, bro. Snake is my boy, but I mean, of all the people, just to look at the life, the world that I live in, like, okay, you know, Ludo and Arab distance aside, like, even just seeing how his life turns out towards the end, because I beat Uncharted Four, where you know things look up like he's in a yeah, it's a dangerous, crazy world that he lives in, but it's enough to where he's. Draped to a real life type of situation where he's got a house, he's got a family, he's got a kid, he's got to worry about paying the bills, which I can handle with now. But he also has a dope ass job, 
which I assume that, you know, would be something that I would love to be able to, and, and he would go on some adventures and I would like to go on a, a few myself. So like if anything, yeah, I would love to be Nathan Drake. I feel like that would be mm -hmm. the life for me to where I'd be able to just, I don't know. I, I like I said, the, the adventuring part, they have in the real life type. It's, it's enough steeped in reality where I don't have to be worried about like, oh, but if I take a shit too hard one day, am I going to blow up the fucking house with a nuclear? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, type, what type of weird superpowers I'd have? But like, you know, just it, it's, it's enough in reality to where I could appreciate it. And I've gone through my fair share of fucking hardships too, where it's like, okay, man, like I, I'm ready for some other shit now, where if it kills me, it kills me. But fucking, I, I want to be like, I want to go on an adventure like he does. So for sure, if I think about it now, yeah, Nathan Drake, for sure. That's fair enough. I still thought you know snake only because every time we played metal gear you were all over quiet <laughs> yeah between her and uh my horse those are my two best companions that i would ever have so <laughs> uh, i mean also your you... name was onslaught wasn't it oh yeah uh, yeah it was, it was tornado ocelot for you know what well, I'm not even gonna black it out. If anyone wants to find me on PlayStation, that's me. Oh shit, my bad. Who gives a fuck, bro? No one's listening to this. Is gonna. I yeah, say spec, every spec episode for friends, people everybody to... fucking sees anyway. Right. Well, no, but I tell people all the time, like, hey, like, write into the podcast, message us, do this. No one ever does. So if you put my name out there, that it's Tornado Ocelot, no one's gonna look me up. No one's gonna, you know what I mean? Like that's just how the world works. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. They can't get your real name off of it anyway, unless you're close friends with them. And, and even if they did, who the hell cares? There's, you know what I, mean? like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'll block them anyways. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> how it always goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It's blocked by Cantrell immediately. Do you Everyone, just, bro. I, I have, a, like, I have a, a, a real question for you. Did you mm -hmm. Would you like hop on? And like, look at my friends list to see if it updated like every month or so, just to see how many more people you had to block. No, actually, what I would do sometimes. So for people who don't know, uh, one night we were playing till like three in the morning, just goofing off, and then Spec did something or whatever, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna block all your friends. So I went through his entire friend list and blocked all of his friends, so he couldn't play with them and us at the same time, just to talk with them. <laughs> yeah. And Sometimes if I saw you playing with somebody new and I'd look and I'm like, oh, I haven't blocked them yet, I'd block them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that night, though. Fuck, that was a funny night. Yeah, that right night, there yeah. takes a lot of dedication and time. So, I mean, like, I want to be mad, but I don't know if I can. Cause that, just shows, that just shows Bren Brandon's vengeance there because, good God, man. Yeah, he has a lot of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He, he still does, even though Spec yeah. heard some of them. I'm pretty sure 90% of those friends are still blocked on Brandon's list. Yeah. That's sure. so embarrassing when I try to join a party and I can't because that's when they blocked. Now you gotta look them up and I'm blocked. <laughs> and it's them. your own fault. <laughs> yep, your own dad comes back to bite you on the dick. Yeah. But it was worth it. It was worth messing with Spec for 10 minutes. So. Yeah, it was pretty funny, especially when we all be in a party. He joined with us, and then he's like, "Oh, this so and so is on." I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna invite him to the party." And we're like, "Okay, go ahead, try." <laughs> Yo, can you unblock him, please? <laughs> that was the best part. Is just when you hear the disappointment in Specs' voice. <laughs> it's just, can you unblock him? Yeah. 
Because I always thought, like, oh, okay, this, that was just a thing. It was a phase. No, it wasn't. That's how. That's just how much. That's how far you would go. <laughs> Do anything for a joke, man. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You you definitely you definitely will. But uh, yeah. So anyway, that's I feel. Did we get everyone's character out? I feel like yeah. That's yeah. Because yeah. mine was my biggest one was Saints Row, apart from my GTA one. But that's that was 2013 GTA, and not not 2023 GTA. Being killed by a flying bike. It's not even a flying bike anymore, man. Good God, it's being killed by Rockstar. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. That's your own fault. You should have bought insurance, dummy. I did. I bought the car. So moving on. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, can't you? We got yours too, right? You said Fallout Three. You want to be in that? Yeah. Universe? I did think of another one. Max Payne would kind of be sick, just for the the bullet time. Yeah, Max Payne. Like... One and two or Max Payne three? I've only played one and two. I never played three. So you I never played three? It. You should play three. It's pretty good. I never played it's... three either. I gotta play it. Yeah, you guys gotta play it. It's not it's it's actually pretty good. I I've replayed that game like three times. I like the voice actor that they got for him in three. Uh because he was the ghost that would always haunt um Dennis Leary's character in Rescue Me. Oh really? Fun facts. So, anywho, we're going to move on to our story now of the week. Do you guys have any stories that you brought to the cast? Anything you want to share? Anything you want to get off the old chest? Um, I mean, the only thing I really want to get off the chest, man, is I don't know what PlayStation is doing with PlayStation now. They had some momentum building, and they have turned, they've, they've turned, taken a turn, and it's not for the best. All right, they, so let's, let's hear it. Let's go on. So, you know, they had they had some momentum going, you know, they 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 got Ubisoft with their all of their Assassin's Creed games and the division and stuff like that. They had some momentum building, but now the games that are putting out, man, they're they're crap games in my opinion. They're not the best games. They are giving you the original edition, not even like a deluxe edition when the deluxe edition has been out for five ever. And I think that's why Xbox Game Pass is still beating them. And they will continue to beat them because Xbox Game Pass has so much more content than PlayStation now. <clears throat> oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. So, because when you say PlayStation now, I'm thinking of, like, the actual PlayStation now. Like, that whole thing. Yeah, go yeah the and subscription play old stuff. games. No, well, it's not, it's not just old games anymore. It's... They have no, 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 no. I meant uh, PlayStation Now is a separate service, Monty. PlayStation Now is you could well, not, not you were able to go and stream the old, like at least how I used to remember PlayStation. Now that's how fucking far removed I am from this bullshit. But it would be you were able to play like PlayStation Two games, PlayStation One games, you know, uh, some PlayStation Three titles, and then that, and that would be covered under the PlayStation, and you'd be able to stream them. Yeah, remember, and, and, be and now it's not even really a separate separate thing anymore you can get it with playstation plus okay so now we're just talking about how playstation plus in general is fucking up well because they're they're competitive game pass yeah so it's it's because game pass you can have xbox live and xbox game pass on one subscription playstation is doing the same thing now where you have playstation now and playstation plus on the same subscription oh yeah you can do both so you'll have, you know, your PlayStation Plus exclusive games that you get free every month, which aren't the best this month. I mean, one of them is Hot Wheels. 
And it's the base version of Hot Wheels at that. <clears throat> but you'll you'll also have the streaming games and you'll have the classic games with the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 games, and which some of those PlayStation 3 games are all right. PlayStation 2 games are cool. <clears throat> but just the games that they're putting out there, man, they're they're just not the best. They need to they need to figure something out because it's no wonder that people are losing interest in PlayStation altogether and they're going straight to Xbox. Because they can find an Xbox for sale. Ah, they're becoming more available now. I mean, shit, even the Switch now is readily available. The OLED version. Well, I just feel like that's just the console wars, man. That's just how it was. Fucking PlayStation 4 won. And then... Now Xbox know, is going to be winning. Xbox is going to win. And before that, Xbox 360 won. You know what I mean? So I, I just feel like, you know, that's... Maybe that's my reason why I didn't get a PS5 yet. Because there's no reason to get... Like, because it's not... Like you said, like the way that Sony's going about it and all that shit like that. It's like, yeah, no, I got PlayStation 4 when it was in the, the heyday. And now I don't feel like, you know, I'm going to keep this until it fucking explodes on me. And, uh, you know, I, I don't see a reason to want to upgrade because one, the industry and two, it's just there's nothing out now. So, yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you where I feel like, yeah, what the fuck's going on, Sony? Get your head out yeah. of your ass. Stop fucking sniffing the farts of your own shit. And yeah, I mean, and then Brandon, Brandon was telling me a story earlier before we started recording that they were going to remaster Horizon the Zero Dawn. A rumor that they're going to remaster yeah, a, a, a remaster game. for yeah. $70. Yeah, that's bullshit. Just to what? Cause so so they could put a, a game that was supposed to look good on the PS4 Pro onto a fucking game for, for the PS5 and then charge it full price? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean they're not I don't even think they're charging full price for oh, I think they are for Last of Us Part 1, but that's a that's a really good remaster. Bro, I almost fucking threw up when I saw that they were doing it in different tiers now. Yeah. You got your PlayStation Plus, uh, what is it, Essential, and then you got your Premium, and then you got, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Shut the fuck up, Sony. I hate you now. I remember when Sony was free. Remember that, guys, back in the mm-hmm. day? We had free yeah. internet. Yeah, and Xbox oh, Live were the only ones that they started oh. out with having to pay for it with a subscription, and we were just jamming out on PlayStation 3 for free. Yep, yeah, so I hear you, man. That fucking sucks, and that's it's a shame. But shit, if you're gonna make us pay for it, at least make it decent, right? Well, the, up, the upgrades too for next gen, ten dollars per upgrade. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, dude. I was talking to Brandon that if you if you want a deluxe edition upgrade for Ghost of Tsushima on sale, right? It's on sale right now for twenty dollars, and that's on sale. If you already had the deluxe edition for PS4, you shouldn't have to pay for the PS5 version. But they're making you pay twenty dollars, and that's just because it's on sale. Like that's that's ridiculous. It it looks even worse when the Xbox does it for free. Yeah, yeah. And I know everybody's like, oh well, Microsoft, one of the biggest companies in the world. Sony's a fucking massive company worldwide too. So they, re- I don't know. Are they that strapped for cash? They need your ten dollars for each game. Is it that bad? I get pay. Okay, pay seventy dollars for a new game, but they're re- they're redoing the remake of Last of Us to put on PS Five now. Yeah, but that's that's a really good remaster. That's a whole brand new game. I mean, granted, it shouldn't be seventy dollars or even sixty dollars. It's probably be like well, how do they thirty dollars or forty dollars? Sorry, sorry, sorry. They re they're remastering. The Last of Us 1. Yes. Yeah. A game that came out for the PS3. Yes. Mm -hmm. For the PS5. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're charging $70. That's mm-hmm. where it's bad. Because it's a very good remaster. The graphics are amazing, but it's not worth $70. It's a remaster. Remaster of a remaster. Yeah. Right. Because I remember when they had last they did the remaster for PS4 and it was good. You know, like that they didn't need to do it again, I felt like. And the only thing they really I noticed at least is in the PS3 version when you had your flashlight on and you did a 360, the light went wherever the camera went. And then when they did the remaster of the PS4, they fixed that to where Joel moved around with the camera. So then it made sense to where the flashlight was moving. You know what I mean? So that's the only difference that I noticed playing those two games. But Jesus fucking Christ. See, and that's that's what's really turning me off towards video games these days. Like, I don't know. Like, that's what's making me do other shit. Seek out more adventurous things in real life. Because, goddamn, I'm, I'm sick of getting my fucking hopes up for a game that's going to be um, outrageously price gouged by a company that is... They used to give me so much pleasure, and now it's just fucking, you know, just telling me too fucking bad. Sorry. Like, what the fuck? Man, it makes me worry about Skull and Bones that's coming out. That game's super hyped up. It got delayed, so I think next year. Yeah, it's uh, March of next year. What the fuck? What game? Wasn't that already a game? Skull and yeah. Bones? Sort of. Yeah, it's, just, it's a pirate game. They took all the pirate shit from the Assassin's Creed game. Black flag, and then just made it into its own game where you're just a pirate. I feel like they kind of they idea. kind of threw in some Sea of Thieves there too. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm probably thinking about Sea of Thieves, right? Where it's like the it's not it's not totally realistic looking. It's kind of goofy. Yeah, it's a cartoony yeah, kind of yeah. pirate game. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's something. You know, they had they had pirate games for the PS2 that I remember playing and fucking loving. Port of Call, right, or Port of something like that? Oh, there was one where you were a girl pirate. So. All right, folks, you were uh, this is a PlayStation 2. You were a female pirate captain piloting a boat, messing people up with the you know what I mean, getting awesome shit. Like, I don't know, I'm like that. That's those are the days, and you had cheat codes for it, which made it even better. So, like, what the fuck? Like, oh man, where what happened to those days where you could fucking you know, scholastic book fair, you bring your fucking ten dollars and you go and you get your yeah, maybe I'm just really dating myself here with all this shit, but. You know, you go and you and you buy those little green cheat books that would have all the shit and up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. You know what I mean? Fucking get all your shit. Like, oh god, I was too poor for that. I had to use cheatcc.com. Still remember that? <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't afford books either. God damn, that was a long time ago. But yeah, that I remember the game you're talking about because I remember the cover of it. There's a chick on the cover, right? I could, it could have been. It could have been. I'm gonna look this shit up. Yeah, pirate game for the PlayStation 2 playing as a female pirate. But um yeah, well that's uh, anything else, Monty? I'm sorry to keep hijacking your phone. No, 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 no. I mean it's I honestly that's just the most frustrating part about it, everything right now, is because <clears throat> you know, I'm paying for subscription. I I mean I haven't paid it yet because I already paid my PlayStation now and my PlayStation Plus, so I got the when it when they did the conversion. I uh, already had it, so they gave me the full premium stuff for free. But, I mean, I'd be paying $120 a year. I'd want it to be decent. You know, I want to have some decent games on there. And they, they did all right with, you know, when they when they first did the, the, the combination, they had, you know, both the Spider-Mans, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Returnal, 
Death Stranding, which that is a scary fucking game, by the way. It scares the living shit out of me. And it's weird because the only thing you have protecting you is a baby. Really? Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah dude, it is. It is. When you give Kojima the reins game. without any studio company, he really does what the fuck he wants. So that's. A... It is a weird game, man. You're walking around trying to avoid some souls that are coming out of the the bottom of the earth. And the only thing you have to protect you is a baby that's just an alarm because the baby somehow knows where they're all at. That's Imagine if he would have made Silent Hill like he was supposed to, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that would have been sick. <laughs> but yeah, that's just frustrating to me. If I'm going to pay $120 a year, you know, I I want to have some decent games so that way I don't have to go out and go to GameStop or sit there on PlayStation the the PlayStation Store and looking for games just because I'm bored out of my mind, right? Mm-hmm. But that's just the story for me. That's my frustrating part. Yeah, it well, sucks because future wise, I mean, you look at the like Xbox at least has big games coming hopefully next year. You know, especially with Bethesda and all that shit coming out. But I don't know anything about PlayStation coming out that's going to be like wow. Besides yeah. Final Fantasy, but yeah, I have a. I don't think they have any really big exclusives coming out. No, none that I can think of. But I mean, like I said, besides Final Fantasy, but that's its own thing. Yeah, that's. I mean, Final Fantasy is a name of its own, but I found the name of that game: Pirates: The Legend of Black Cat. Could have been. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds about right. Oh, I'm sorry. God of War is coming out. This is an exclusive. God of War Ragnarok. Ooh, that might be good, though. Yeah, I really, love, oh, you God got of War was a good game, but... I'm was sorry, Westbeck? I was asking if Cantrell had a story. Yeah, actually, um, this might be a little old, but I think it was last week. Stadia announced that they're they're done next year. And at first, you think Stadia. What the fuck? Like, that thing's still around? But... Not anymore. Apparently, they had a lot of studios under them. That so the main guy of Stadia was like, "Hey, we have a meeting today," and then you know if you can make it, make it. And then after that, he's like, "Yeah, just talk to your managers who are above you." And then all these studios find out as they're already working on games. Oh, by the way, twenty twenty three is it. Stadia's done. So you have all this money. For all these studios that have been building games for a platform that honestly 90% of gamers forgot even exists. Uh, the OG cloud streamers, but it seems like PlayStation and Xbox just took that over overnight. Like, oh, I, don't even, I don't even know the last time I saw a Stadia commercial. Like they, they used to be big and then suddenly they're gone and then it's you know it's back to three. But I was just thinking about the more and more I looked into it, the more and more it's fucked up on Google's end because you have all these people that you, you know, they're like, oh, we'll pay you back for your money. But that is the problem with cloud gaming is that these people, they don't have you know, physical copies of games that they can continue to play. Like if, if Xbox went out of business tomorrow, I have some games, you know, lined up here, physical copies that I could turn around and play on my Series X. Like, yeah, sure, all the stuff I had downloaded on there might be gone, but at least I'd have physical copies. Right. But, I mean, Stadia, I mean, it, like, damn, like, especially Google, 
Like you talk about Microsoft having money, Google's got fuck you money, and they still couldn't make it work. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, damn, like it just shows that if you put the wrong people in power, like you can give them all the money in the world and they're gonna fuck it up. And I feel bad for the developers because who knows if they're even gonna get paid for the work they've already done. And that's What's the other one too, Jesus yeah. Christ. And the exclusive games are already on there. What happens to them? Do they just die? Are they allowed to port it over? Like, what happens with the rights? And it's just... I heard a rumor that they tried making a game with Kojima, but he's he wanted to make a single-player game, and they told him to go fuck himself. They wanted multiplayer only because of the platform they run. Like, man, if there's one thing that could have at least got some people to remember that he exists, it'd be a game by him, especially an exclusive game. I mean... Whatever you think about the guy, he at least gets people to pay attention to what he does. Right. But it's just one of those things where, honestly, when I saw Stadia go out of business, I'm like, damn, I totally forgot they existed. And then the more and more I look into it, the more I'm like, a lot of people got fucked over by this. <laughs> it's a kind shame. of a sad thing, to be honest. Just how many people are going to get fucked over with that situation. Yeah. I mean, people have spent you know years building a game that nobody can play now. And that's probably got to be not just creatively frustrating, but financially. But. Yeah, I I mean, coming from the whiskey world and, you know, I apply the same logic to games now where it's like, if I'm paying you the money for it, like it's it better be fucking worth it. And mm-hmm. not only am I going to pay for it, then you're going to jip me at the end of it and then just shut it down. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's just. Well, I think you had that conversation on an earlier podcast back where you guys were talking about how you know, are you really paying for something when you download a game? <clears throat> like, is it really yours? Because it's not. Because Brandon was saying that, you know, if Xbox were to go out, he loses those games until, um, except for the physical ones that he has. Yeah, when I got banned from PlayStation for two weeks, I couldn't use any of my online games because they, like, lock you out of everything online. But I yeah. couldn't even play The Witcher because I have it on downloaded. Couldn't play it. Can we? PlayStation? No. <laughs> I say we should. <laughs> I say we should because it was a major thing that was going on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's Specs' fault because we are grieving people on Red Dead. Oh, yeah. It's, of course, it's my fucking fault. It is your fault. We remember we were fucking those guys up, and then suddenly I get banned because they were. So, how is it my, my fault that they be, weren't good? To be fair, Spec, it might be your fault because Brandon and I would have been grieving people for years before that on GTA, and he never got banned, and he's had that that mm-hmm. reason why he's got banned for, for a long time. Oh, so just because what? What was I doing? Was I killed him too much? Well, how was it my fault? Yeah, I don't think you realize how good you are at that game. <laughs> like say, honestly when sam and i play red dead just the two of us we're goofing off like we don't like we rarely kill people yeah we're literally roping each other and dragging each other across the map mm-hmm. that's it all right, we, all right. so we... when i i'm sorry that when i play i play for keeps i'm sorry <laughs> but yes i got banned from playstation for two weeks <laughs> why i had a very spicy bio <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. What does it say? Yeah. The listeners want to know. I had it for years, to be fair. <laughs> and suddenly, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. So it was the only L word I know is lesbian. Um, 
Shoot first, think never. Holocaust was an accident. Um, and I did 9-11. So I don't know what really got them. Okay, there we go. I think we I think And we you also called yourself the Messiah. So. Yeah, oh, self-proclaimed Messiah. That's right. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, they didn't really tell me what was wrong. They just told me this is a no. Right, and, and, then, and so none of that. None of that. Yeah, they didn't. So is the reason why it was my fault. It was my fault. Yeah, one hundred percent, bro. Like if you didn't grieve those players, I would not have. I was, I was defending us. I was defending us. Yeah, Tony would have never found him out. Defending us. Defending us is okay. A guy comes, you kill him, and he goes away. It's not hunting him down like a dog. Like <laughs> what are you talking about? You're too. Yeah, I defend my friends viciously and vehemently. Okay, that's how I that's that's how I see how my friends get defended. It's like, whoa, you came at us, I'm gonna come at you ten times harder. So that's how I saw it back in the day. You're like that old Vietnam vet when somebody breaks into his house. He's just been (laughs) waiting for flashbacks. (laughs) He's like, oh, I'm gonna get this guy. Yeah, that's a me issue. I'm working on it though. I'm working on it. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be better now. So, to be fair, that that bio was like. Old school from when we were just being shit posters and being that was. I think it was. I think that was during that time where we all tried to have the funniest bio and you just beat everybody. Mm -hmm. That was also when we would play with like ten people at a time, where there was ten of us all online. I forgot the the first line was, "I'm not Jewish, but I am Schmeckle." I remember remember that one. I forgot about that, but that was my favorite one I had ever written. I'm glad. For people who well, don't know, Schmeckled is circumcised. I think they could have figured that out. They just gotta say it. But well, I'm I'm happy that you know that was your uh, what was it called your your favorite memory from back then. Well, you really, talk, bro, no, you made all that. Times. Those in our heyday when we we're just being turds to everybody. I bro, I remember fucking what's it called? I would get out of work. You guys be like, you getting on? I'd be like, yeah, I'll be there in a little bit. Again, we'd fucking play till like two in the morning. Those are the days, man. And those are days where we took it extremely seriously, probably a little bit too seriously. It's mm-hmm. another reason why. Sorry, Seti. We, we, may have, we may have done some things. <laughs> we, you mean Spec? Spec did that. We didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, technically, Spec let it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to ask. I'm just going to do that. What do you mean? You're the one that did it. What did I even do? The whole Rise thing. We were naughty boys on PS4. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of that one. Yeah, I can't get out of that. Well, how could I reel you guys in? We didn't listen to a fucking word I said anyways. So I am innocent. Also, you're doing the the Nuremberg defense. Yes, just followed orders. Yep, I was just fine. I was just I I couldn't stop them. I couldn't stop. They did what the hell they wanted. So, look, the trains kept coming. What else do you want me to do? Is that your defense, really, dude? Yeah, that's exactly the defense I'm going to use. That's fair. I'll give you that one. Well, no, we did we we did do some ridiculous shit back then. But hey, you know that's lessons learned, right? We we became better people because of it. I highly doubt that. Out of my system, right? And I got to do it in a way that you know only hurt people's digital avatars and their pride. You know, so that's I it. heard I heard a lot of people's feelings, Beck. 
we all hurt a lot of people's feelings. We are definitely not the best uh, compassionate folks out there. There's the, you guys know, well, you guys sent me that meme where it was the one that was like, if I could depend on you, would, would or if I could, if I'm going through hard times, could I depend on you guys? You're like, no, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that whole thing, like, like that was what, like two I mean, years ago? One, one, of them, one of them was, I want to go to your funeral knowing that I could do, that I could have done something about it. Yeah. So that's the that's the people that we used to be. But I mean, I'm trying to turn a corner now. I'm trying to be better than that. I'm trying to, you know, at least for you guys, be that better person now. That we, we talk that a lot we, of shit, but at the end of the day, we still all have each other's back. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm a better person. It's like, you, especially when you're a young boy and you're in that environment. You just got so much venom, bro. It's just constantly going after everybody. Dude, that was a lot of testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. A lot of horny boys playing online, bro. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, lesson for all the kids out there. It's not the adults that you have to worry about. It's all the teenagers. They yeah. are the worst part of it. The teenage well, boys locked in the room. <laughs> there is a line that I just saw recently um, where it was... Uh, the the best sword fighter in the world doesn't have to worry about the 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 second best sword fighter. He has to worry about the worst. <laughs> so like, yeah, as <laughs> as kids that were that was us. We were the worst. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're kind of getting cut for time. So I'm gonna just keep moving this along and uh, go for another roll for our third and final one of the evening, where we got number eleven. What does that one say? We got. Okay, this is cool. Uh, we had, I had this one with Mike. Uh, and that one where it was cut out because you just didn't want to record that day. But we'll go with it for you guys. So it was. it's now, you had the whole day to yourself, no responsibilities. What would you do? Hmm. I, it was just, it's just a day? Yeah, you have the whole day. You have 24 hours where you don't got to worry about work. You don't got to worry about having, you know, take care of people. You don't got to worry about all that. Because, like, I mean, like, I come from a heavily responsible lifestyle. So, like, I hate it. So, maybe this means more to me than anyone else. But uh, but for you guys, at least, like, for when it comes to, yeah, if you had no responsibilities for the day, had nothing to worry about, had just the day, like, your, your perfect day that you would just set aside to do whatever the hell you want to do. What would you do? Money's not an issue. Do, nope, like, not an issue. Realistic, it's just like a yeah. realistic thing. Uh, I'm gonna even go say with all right, just I'm not gonna put money to account for this. It's just a whole day of whatever the hell. So, so if money wasn't an issue, I would go to GameStop, buy a shitload of games that I've been wanting to play and a lot of try, and just lose the day doing that, man. That really? would be my day. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in your, I mean, in your fantasy, bro, you can't even get a laptop for us. Are you fucking kidding me? No, so Brandon, can... because it's not part of my fantasy. I don't care. All right. about a laptop and he's not responsible that day either. So yeah, that. I don't have no any responsibility. responsibilities. Okay. All right. I'm saying that's a responsibility. I have to get a laptop. That's be my, that would be Go my yeah. irresponsible day. My day is going to be flying down to where Sam lives and beating his ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> that would be my day. <laughs> oh, shit. And then getting him a laptop so that he has no excuse. <laughs> oh, man. I really don't have anything like a serious one. Now that I think about it, like, 
there's really nothing I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I really want to see the gorillas in concert, but I missed my chance. I mean, I feel like if we had like a week, then like that'd be different. But if it was just a day, I'd. I'd well, I'd fuck it. I, I run this fucking show, then fine. If you had a week, no responsibilities for the week. If I had a week, I'd I'd honestly spec I'd I'd grab Brandon and we'd go visit you and we'd do, do just dumb shit in person. That's what I would do. Connecticut, though. We oh, we don't shit. have to go to Connecticut. Shit, Money's bad. not an issue, you jackass. People know. People already oh, fucking. Okay. If they go through the whole like compendium of of eleven episodes now, they can figure out who the fuck I am. So I mean, it's all right. But no one's gonna do your... that because no one wants to comb through. But people, what, yeah, but 20 people know. plus hours of content. So he said it. Gonna... He said it multiple times in the podcast that he's from Connecticut. Okay. Said he's from Minnesota. Minnesota. What? What? Why'd you... I feel like you have to say it like that. It's yeah, just... that's true. Like saying Wisconsin. <laughs> Talk about them Packers, eh? Yeah, those Chiefs are doing good. Yeah. Oh, so that's cute, Monty. You come visit me. I would. I, I that's been on my bucket list to go. You know, and slap your asshole with my asshole for years now. I only clean cat boxes, so I don't know. Oh. Wait, who's <laughs> the one that does know. the furniture? Spec. That'd be me. Okay. People have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. That's fine. Inside jokes. I don't care. <laughs> don't have to figure it out. Play with us. Who knows? We'll give away our fucking. Everyone knows my my uh, my PlayStation user ID now. So, <laughs> or just go back yeah. to the old videos that we have of <laughs> the old voice recordings that we have. Oh wait, don't do that. Yeah. Probably go to yeah, don't do that. <laughs> why, don't <we laughs> just, why don't we just read out Spec's phone number? Oh. So they can contact him directly. <laughs> no one's gonna do it. Trust me. No one fucking sends emails, so no one's gonna contact me. You could put what? out my fault. Put out my full blown social security number. No one's gonna give a shit. No one listens to this. It's okay. All right. Well, I, think I, I, I think I'd want your social security number. Oh yeah. 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 You know what? Like to be honest with you, I'm gonna give. This is gonna be uh, an Easter egg for everybody. So. For some reason, like I when I looked at my social security number, I was like, wow, this is really easy to memorize and easy to to so I was like, why the fuck did am I so safe? <laughs> like I don't know. Like I maybe I'm not. Maybe someone has it, you know, they're just waiting for the right time to blame whatever fucking next tragedy on me. But at least for right now, I'm looking at my thing. I'm like, this is the most simplistic bullshit fucking social. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just I'm like, okay. It's easy for me, I guess, to always remember it and just spew it out whenever I need to. So but maybe that's just. Uh, does anyone remember their social security up, up top? There, besides me. Uh, you're, you're supposed to. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sam doesn't have one because you know he's not a citizen. You're not uh, supposed he's... to say that on the internet. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Spec, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> All right. I'll catch up. So if you had the week, what would Great. you do? Now I have a or would you spend the whole? My house. Would you spend the whole week beating Monty's ass. <laughs> That is very tempting to whoop his ass for a whole week. I do have a big mouth, so he probably would. I thought you say I do have a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I have that too. I have that Latina booty. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! His money don't jiggle, jiggle, but his butt does. <laughs> Anyways, it folds. I don't know. That's sure. t- <laughs> that's tough, man. A whole week unrestrained. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely like to see you guys, but also, like, I've never been to, like, some of the, like, Americana places. Like, I've never been to New York City. 
Never seen the Empire State Building. I've never been to Mount Rushmore. Uh, never seen the Golden State Bridge or the Golden State Killer. <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge, my bad. <laughs> and then that's kind of, I mean, I've never been to Vegas. I was supposed to go. Then we ended up not going. Because it's a bunch of places I actually want to see at least once in my life. But I do really want to go to Tombstone, Arizona, bro. I just would love to go there. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of places I want to go to worldwide. Like, I'd love to go to see Versailles and go see Napoleon's tomb and shit like that. But I don't I know. I'd rather relate to Napoleon. Why? Go ahead. Finish the thread. Because you have that little man complex. Oh, I love it. Okay, I'm not the one who claims to be six feet tall. Who's I am six feet five tall. Nine. Dude, I'm 5'8", and you're not six feet tall. I am six feet tall. Okay. The doctor Jeez. says I am. And Mexican feet. That's not... So... That's, that's... <laughs> and you know, they have short... They have small feet, so, you know, they mm-hmm. gotta take that into account. <laughs> what doctor do you go to? <laughs> One who's not six feet. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, you must be six feet tall. You're like, I am six feet tall. Yeah, hey. how did you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I just want to see America, bro. Like, I really want to go to Yellowstone too. Like, just places that everybody else around the world wants to go see. But it's a shame I live in this country and haven't seen. And that's that is the the thing where people. Like they think that it's so much better here. They gotta come here. They gotta do this. So it's like, bro, we're we're struggling too, guys. Like to all my global listeners, as you know, like you can make fun of us. America's, you know, they were we're fat, we're lazy, we're this, we're that, well, whatever the hell they say about us all throughout the country. But like we're we're struggling, folks. We really are. A lot of those things are true. Yeah, we're stupid too. And we have guns. So you better watch out. So it kind of levels out. I don't know. I don't know. Uh I mean, I've I've been blessed to have done a lot of a lot of things in my life. I will say, um, I got to go on that road trip, you know, where I got to go and see a lot of places that I got to see. Um, you know, there was I got to experience a lot of different crazy things in this world and own, you know, a lot of different types of crazy shit throughout the years. And uh, you know, so I I I really, you know, I'm. I'm at a loss here, uh, but the, the, the no responsibilities part is the only thing that really gets me excited because, like I said, there's just so many things that right now I'm responsible for that it just sucks. Um, so, I mean, I guess if I was to, you know, if I have, if I have a week now versus a day, mm-hmm. I think I definitely want to, uh, which, I mean, I know I'm going to get to it eventually, but if I could just fast track it, like, right now, just because, like, right this instant, I don't have the ability to, I would definitely love to just at least go and watch those uh, those live combat events, you know, where they have the uh, the big night fighting thing, you know, that I always mm-hmm. talk about me wanting to do. Like, if I could even just go over overseas to where they have like the big one fifty and one fifty brawls, or even like I know there's places in America that um that have stuff like that, but even like they even have different leagues. So one league is historical, and one league is like competition. So I would definitely want to see the historical ones over in the actual battlefields in Europe where they actually fought them. So like I think that'd be really neat, but. You know, it's just, I guess, a, a little nerd fact. I, I mean, just to go see the places in history that we've been. Like, I'd love to go to Normandy. I love to fucking be on the beaches there. Not like you know back then, but just like even just. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I would love to see what it's like to be there. You know, just the 
just look out and see like, well, oh my God, what would it, what would it be like if I was like trying to run up that with a full kit and getting, you know, blown apart? Like I just, I can't even fathom some things, you know, but imagine what that would be like. Um, yeah, no, I would just love to, like I said, I just like to experience more things like that and be able to take Mabel with me because no responsibilities. Right. But still yeah. I want Mabel to be my, I want her to be my traveling companion. I want to take her with me now to worry about, you know, any of that. Fuck off, right. Yeah, yeah. We both said that we'd want to hang out with you, but you know what? Fuck you, Spec. Yeah, no, that's that. Uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but so for our last part, we talk about philosophy. It's just like our old wrapping up of all the stuff we talked about and just how we see the world, our mindsets and whatnot. So what do you guys got for us? This is not something you have to bring prepared. This is something you pull out of your asshole, but you know, just you gotta come from the heart this last segment. So like what what do you guys got? Any sort of like dad advice? I'm gonna pull off, you know, uh, mooch off Garantham, even though I'm, you know, I say it with mm-hmm. all respect for him. But any sort of like, what, what do you guys got out there for our for our good listeners? Um, you got anything? Yeah. I, you know what? And it's something that you know, I had, you know, when you were going through your shits back and you called me, and I told you this, you know, the world is fucked up. The world is fucked up, and, you know, if this is going to be a hard thing to hear, but nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares about you, except for you. So you got to pull yourself up, and you got to keep fighting through it. Nobody cares what you're going through because it's what you're going through. It's not what they're going through. So you right. got to be the one to pull yourself up, get yourself going on with your day. And that's that's the reality of life. You're the only one that can keep pushing yourself. And it's hard for some people, and that's that's why they take the other way out. But you gotta be the one to keep pushing and you gotta be the you're the one that has to find that reason of hey, you know what, this is why I'm gonna keep going, whether that's something in your life that you enjoy, like you know, playing video games or working on cars or whatever the hell Brandon likes to do. And yeah. that's this is something that you you gotta you gotta find out for yourself. So, don't quit yet, and find that find that reason to keep going. That's great, Monty. That's actually not bad at all. That's that's a good thing to to, to get out there because people some people need to hear the hard things, and it's it, and it's you know to be able to tell someone that you care about. You know, sometimes it's difficult to find the right phrasing, but I feel like at least for us, how we could. We we are able to be blunt in a sort of way where I mean I feel like we're pretty blunt with each other. Yeah, so like we 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 know it's not out of any offense, you know what I mean. But we sometimes we'll say some rough shit to each other, but it's the shit we need to hear. So like I I appreciate you taking that dynamic and giving it out to the other people too. But yeah, no, the the world does suck, folks. And just going through it today, like I had to go for blood work, and I was um. What's it called? I was talking to the the nurse that was there, and she was uh, or she wasn't a nurse; she was the the technician. Let me get the proper vocabulary out there. But um, so I was talking to the tech, and she was like, "Yeah, no, like look at the bullshit." Because I was talking about in the lobby, they had like a there's no more check ins; it's all virtual shit. You gotta go on this fucking touch screen pad, whatever the fuck. But it's like really short to the ground. And she was like, "Yeah, no, like fucking this place sucks because I can't even hire the fucking people to do the fucking job right out there." Blah blah. blah. So it was like, oh, it's like you think all the time that." You know, everyone ahead of you or everyone older than you or whatever the hell, like, or people are doing better than you in, in whatever circumstance. Like, you, you think that they got it all figured out where it's like a lot of folks don't. Like, a lot of people just, you could see 
everywhere you guys just pay attention enough, you can see like, oh no, like we're all fucking trying to figure this shit out. So it's okay if you are too. So <laughs> to go along with Monty's thing, like, yeah, it's all right. Just you got to do it at your own pace, you know, and it's okay for you to do it at your own pace. Yeah, no you gotta, gonna you gotta find your own way. Everybody's gonna, everybody's going through shit. Nobody has it easy. Some people may seem like they have it easy. Nobody has it easy. That's that's not the case. You just gotta find your own way, and you gotta keep pushing and keep going. Yeah, even the Kardashians had to do some. Yeah, I mean, have you seen the cocks stuff. that they have to take? Jesus Christ! Sheesh. <laughs> Tantra, what about you? Any dad advice for the folks out there? It's kind of similar to Sam's. I've been thinking about this, but something that I've noticed. So I dropped out of college when I was 20. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to waste money. I wasn't happy where I was. And it, you know, I didn't go back to school until I was 26. So I'm about to graduate soon, a couple months. And Woo! Sheesh! The, you know, you had brought it up earlier about comparing yourself to people. And I've seen two things lately. It's there was a video on uh, TikTok where a girl was talking about a guy lifting you know, 70 pound dumbbells, which is a lot. And he's like, oh, it's not that much because, you know, they're in like a bodybuilder gym. And she's like, look, uh, comparison is a thief of joy. And I'm like, dude, that is what? perfect, bro. Because every time you compare yourself to somebody, it's just like, okay, there are so many people I went to school with who some are dead. Some have graduated school. Some are doing great things. Some are doing horrible things. Like, who are you going to compare yourself to? You can compare yourself to the shitty people to make yourself feel better. You can compare yourself to the the successful people and make yourself feel like shit. But really, it's down to you and what you want to do. The thing that really got me to, I'm going to college. I'm going to finish. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get the job I want and be happy. It's two things. If you want to be successful, you got to have the will and the ability to do it. And if you don't have the ability, you can be, you know, whatever it is, you can get there. But the most important thing is the will. I've always had a desire to be successful or happy or have a job I want, but I've never had the will to do it. Those are two different things that people tend to mix up. You can desire a woman from across the bar, but are you able to go over there and talk to her and convince her to actually like you? No. You don't have the will to do these things. But the best thing for you is to really do that. Like you don't have to have some calling from God or anything else in the world, some destiny, like some people like to weave into their own lives. You just have to have two things, the will and the ability to do it. Like so work. many great people have done that. I mean, I just took a class on, you know, brought up Napoleon because I took a class on Napoleon and like the French Revolution. And to see where that guy came from, from nothing, he's not even French. He's Italian. And right. He became emperor of France, yeah, and all the great uh, things he um, did. There's one that yeah. Italian. So sorry. And he just did so much great stuff. And looking at his battle record, I think he won sixty battles and only lost seven. And those seven really came kind of towards the end. I know he lost one in in the Middle East, which people don't even know he invaded Egypt. But there's just so much that you learn from these people. And history, obviously, I'm a history major. So I look into like these great people, you know, Caesar and what he was able to do. And even just the whole Holy Roman Empire, which a lot of people want to know wasn't even in Rome. <laughs> the second iteration of it was in Germany. 
and it lasted for a very fucking long time. And just if you really look at these things, all these great people, even modern, you know, Steve Jobs, they had the ability and the will to do these things. And if they didn't have the ability, they made themselves able to do these things. And just the only advice I could give is it sucks. But I've spent my whole life trying not to do hard work. Like like everybody else, like nobody wants to fucking break their back working hard for something. But as those who do that end up being great. So that's all my advice is like it took me a long time to figure that out. But hey, you know, I'm gonna like I've described it to you spec when we've talked about life. It's like, oh, I feel like I'm I'm drowning, like I'm just about to get out of the water, but then something pulls me back down and then life sucks. It's like man, when has life ever been good for everybody else? Like a history of humanity has been fucking shit and people dying of diseases, war, famine, whatever it is. If we live in a good time, and if you watch TV or the news, they tell you, no, it's bad, but it's really not. Like, just live your life. Like, don't be obsessed with other people or yourself. Like, you got this. Right. I, I feel like to, to go off of um, one of your points is uh, if you are going to compare yourself, compare yourself to the person that you were yesterday. And yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Just be better than you were the day before. But even that, I mean, progress isn't overnight. Like, if you're working out at the gym, like, that can discourage people. I mean, I'm just, the gym thing, whatever. But, like, if you just keep comparing, like, don't compare yourself. Just work hard. Keep at it and ignore the comparisons. Because if you compare yourself to yesterday, well, you might not see any increase. But if you compare yourself to last month, you might be better. So that's why I've always been like, eh. Oh, I'm just more of the mindset of just do better than the day before. That's all. Just try. So, but I get it, what you're saying. It, It does make sense. That's the biggest thing that people get, they discourage themselves. They shoot themselves in the foot because they get scared. And I get it. I mean, I do that. Like when it comes to starting a business or even taking a new job, then you're like, fuck, should I do this? I don't know. Then you get nervous. But it's, I mean, it's worth a risk. I'd rather risk it and fail than not risk it at all. You know, gotta risk it for the biscuit. Right. How many times have you said that over the years? A lot, but never in a serious context. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, guys. If anything, you want to just stay with me for one more minute because we're going to end this bitch in one second. But I just want to make sure that we get our weekly winner up and going because that is a thing that we do here. Because we want to shout out. Uh, Yeah, you guys want to shout out anybody? Go for it. Yeah, shout out me. Follow me on Instagram. Jesus took my wheel. PlayStation, same name. Xbox, Jesus Saves 2222. Got a theme going on, baby. Hit me up. I don't care. I'll tell you my full and last name. Let's go. Do it. No, not here. You got to add me first. No. <laughs> also, you got to add, add me to find out more. Yeah. It's like your OnlyFans. <laughs> shout out to the boys. Riley, Dylan, Udiel. Uh, you're all gay and I don't like you. So. I'm not even going to do this podcast, so you're not even going to know what I'm saying about you. <laughs> but, but it's on the internet, so boom. Mm-hmm. Monty, any yes. shout-outs for you? Um, Hi, Mom. I'm finally finally doing stuff. Um, I got a shout-out to Jocelyn. You know, she's, she's over there working right now, but I'm uh, 
I'm finally doing, I'm finally getting out of my comfort zone. There you go. And I think we did a great job today. But uh, so for our winner this week, we have number 21, Tyler Hun H H U H N E. So I'm going to figure out where he, I'm pretty sure we got him from the Instagram or the Facebook, but we'll figure it out. I'll message you at some point. Look forward to that. And uh, that's going to be us, folks, for this week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And I'm not even going to bother shouting out any of the other shit because none of y'all listen anyway. So I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. And uh, I love you guys. Thank you very much. Love you too, bud. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.